0: This week's episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by you. That's right, we're on Patreon now, so head on over to patreon.com slash talking simpsons. For as little as $5 a month, you can help our show and get all kinds of great extra content on top of that. We've got a ton of great bonus content waiting for you right now, so head on over to patreon.com slash today.
1: I heartily endorse this event or product.
0: Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. Welcome to Talking Simpsons, where it gets worse before it gets better. I am your host, the already dead Bob Mackie, and this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. Who else is here with me today? Henry
2: Gilbert and Camus can do,
3: but Sartre is Smartra. Right?
0: Oh, very intelligent. Another
2: crappy crossover, Chris Santista. And special <laughs> guest, Talking Critics.
4: Dana Goodman. Now let's get silly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy, we're, we're all in front of brick walls right now. We all have machine guns, so it's watch great. out. It, I
2: like it when a show comes up that's the basis for one of our sound effects. Yes, yes. Uh,
0: by the way, today's episode is A Star is Burns.
5: Coming, Eudora.
0: And that is it, not a Simpsons burp. No, that is a Maurice LaMarche burp. And Crossover <laughs> Belch. Yeah, He also Wacko's burp. And this episode aired on March 5th, 1995. And as always, Chris will tell us what happened on this day in history. <gasps> Hot Damn Bobby, an episode of the Jenny Jones Show entitled Same-Sex Crushes is taped
2: but pulled oh, no. from the air after it results in a real-life murder. Oh. The Super Nintendo tips the scales with its largest video game to date at 32 megabytes oh. with well, Squaresoft's Corona Trigger and a cute little monkey introduces the world to E1101 in the virus movie Outbreak.
3: Oh, wow, oh, yes. Yeah. That's when Marcel the monkey from Friends infected everybody. <laughs> is that everybody. the same monkey? It yeah. is the same
0: monkey. Oh, and right. right. he
2: kills Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Good.
0: Lucky we'll monkey. We'll see the monkey shines monkey. Uh,
3: that I don't know. I just, robot. I just remember Marcel, stopped being the monkey. He leaves in like the first season and then comes back for the Super Bowl special on Friends where Jean-Claude Van Damme is a guest star and he's in a mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme movie based on him actually leaving to be in the Dustin Hoffman movie.
0: I bet he slept with all the friends. Having to shoot <laughs> <computer> around Marcel. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: I think that's why they wrote him off. They're like, look, this monkey's funny and all,
0: but it's, it's causing a, a lot of problems. We're out of monkey <laughs> jokes too. Yeah, today's episode is a very controversial one. Very. uh, I immediately thought of this when I was watching the intro, like, something looks wrong. Oh, right. Matt Groening's name is on the TV. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. He took his name off of this episode. Oh, right. And it's a very long and complicated tale. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Well, let's get into that complicated tale as uh, the critic a show we already did a couple episodes for on the free feed here and you can listen to us do all of with diana goodman and mike raparez uh on the patreon that was a show created by al gina mike reese with james l brooks after leaving the simpsons at the end of season four it had a very rocky time Mm -hmm. on abc canceled in six episodes Mm -hmm. But they were able to get financing for a second season at Fox. Part of that financing, though, came with that it was going to be cheaper. It would be only 10 episodes instead of even 13. And one of those episodes would be a clip show. And lastly, that the critic team would create two episodes of The Simpsons in season six, Mm -hmm. thus to make a twenty. six episode season instead of a 24 yeah. episode and, season. And that
0: was really to satisfy the network because they wanted more clip shows and they didn't yeah. want to do clip shows yes. to tarnish the reputation <laughs> wow. of the show. So
3: the creators, yes, the David Merkin refused to do more clip shows. He said he also said, we can barely keep up this level of quality doing 23 original episodes a season. So then they're like, fine. Season 6 we'll have one clip show and then two critic run episodes, which is this and Round Springfield mm-hmm. is the other one produced by the critic team in season six. Mm-hmm. This one is so much more obvious. Though because <laughs> it was meant to be a crossover with the critic to yes, advertise that the critic is going to be debuting next to the Simpsons. We,
2: we had to, and to plug a laser time show, we had we did a show, I think, with one of you about I back, was on it. backdoor pilots, and it, this mm. is, it isn't Hell a yeah. backdoor pilot, but it is sneaky.
0: It really is. It is. I mean, this aired on the same night as the first episode of the second season of The Critic, so it was yeah. this and then oh. that episode. So for of the I Critic. would say
2: like millions of viewers, they were discovering Jay Sherman for the first time through The Simpsons. But you know, this is something in an internet-free world with no uh, Instagram promotions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you had to do to like yeah. launch a show, introduce them in a more popular show, it, and tell them they're going over to here, Wisconsin, where we're on every <laughs> Monday night. <laughs> it's yeah. a
3: very TJF did it all the time. Mm-hmm. As as Lisa would tell, some people thought that was good, like James L. Brooks, Al Jean, and Mike Reese. Some people, like Matt Groening and many of the staff writers on The Simpsons, did not think it was a good idea. And in fact, really didn't like it. Matt Groening behind the scenes was fighting it all the way, saying, we really shouldn't do this, we really shouldn't do this. He advised all these rewrites on it just to make Jay work better in the world of The Simpsons. But he was still fighting him on it. And then on March 3rd, this episode aired March 5th, on March 3rd of 1995, Mac Groening goes public to the LA Times. Ooh. And he says he did not want this episode and... He explained that he was taking his name off it intentionally because this did not do what he wanted it the show to be. I feel
2: feel like he's going a little crazy here.
3: So here are some of the quotes from him. a
4: little extreme compared Mm -hmm. to the content of the episode. Mm -hmm.
3: So he says, saying fans will, quote, accuse us of making the crossover episode just to advertise the critic. That's why I've had my name removed from the episode. Then James L. Brooks and Al Jean and Mike Reese had some strong words back for him in the article. James O. Brooks says, quote, I am furious with Matt. Ugh. He's been going to everybody who wears a suit Fox and complaining about this. <laughs> oh, no. When he voiced his concerns about how to draw the critic into the Simpsons universe, he was right. And we agreed to his changes. Certainly he's allowed his opinion. But airing this publicly in the press is going too far. This has been my worst fear, ellipses, that the, the Matt we know privately is going public. He is a gifted, adorable totally ingrate but his behavior right now is rotten and it's not pretty when a rich man acts like
2: this oh boy but because that's what to me it feels like it feels like like james l brooks pulled a power move on Mm -hmm. training. he overruled him it's like this is
3: my show and these are both my i I I would bet that never
2: happened before it probably
3: yeah. never had to that extent. And this, this is what Al Jean had to say. What bothers me about all of this is that now people may get the impression that this Simpsons episode is less than good. It stands on its own even if the critic never existed. We never tried to give Matt blame or credit for our show, but it's not like we're some outsiders who suddenly came in and did this thing. We've been with The Simpsons since 1989. Mike and I weren't trying to shove anything down anybody's throats. It was Jim's
2: idea to do the crossover. Because if mm. this had to happen, mm. this is the most ideal... Way in the universe that mm-hmm. could possibly happen. Yeah. The original yeah. writers come on, who know the tone of the show, don't yes. be coached. I, I like without being able to watch them back to back. I remember how jarring it was when the DVDs came out. Like, holy shit, Jay Sherman was Simpsonified. Yes. They made yeah. him look like a different character. So I think I I didn't watch this live, but that had to be jarring. Like, mm. this is the same character from before. He
0: yeah, I looks mean, a little different. They have- I, I think Graining did overreact but I think it was that overreaction that made this episode good. All of his reservations about how to integrate the critic in the show I think worked because mm-hmm. he's very he doesn't overpower the show he doesn't mm-hmm. like dominate the show and I think this does feel like a Simpsons episode and not a critic episode the Simpsons yeah. have to happen to be like in I, the yeah, background I would <laughs> only argue also in Graining's there's a couple of There's about 10% of this I'm like
3: this is a critic joke. This, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah.
2: It shows how the critic jokes don't work in Springfield yeah. and I thought that was really interesting. You can't just have celebrities pop out of nowhere in the Simpsons universe, that feels. It's wrong. true, like having
0: William Shatner yeah. suddenly appear to do a <laughs> one line joke. Or
2: Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. Like, that's such a critic joke. Yeah. That doesn't. Mm. This doesn't happen in Springfield. It's not. It's not only is it not a bad episode, this. We have to come up with a term for it. This launched like 11,000 memes. This is
0: so meme heavy. It's very, very meme heavy. And I want to talk about the writer of this episode, mm. unless oh. you're. Do you have more?
3: <laughs> uh, well, just the other. Uh, extra seasoning to this I wanted to mention was that in our second interview with Bill Oakley we asked him about this too and he said that the LA Times article from 95 covers it pretty well but he made it sound like most of the writers were on Matt's side that they're like this is kind of a crummy thing that makes the Simpsons less special by doing this kind of thing. He said that they had turned down working with, I don't, I'm not putting words in Bill Oakley's mouth. Listen to the interview yourselves guys. But he, he talked about how that planet Hollywood had per, said, Hey, we could do a guest star on the show. And then they turned it down because like, hey, why should we mm-hmm. do this with planet Hollywood? So it was seen as like kind of a compromising of the Simpsons integrity they, they internally could, to do it.
4: I could see how they would think, you know, this, this is a cheap idea and it's usually done really, Badly, yeah. yes, it is. As opposed to, well, let's see if there's a way to do it not badly. And I think they mm-hmm. totally accomplished mm-hmm. that. admirably. Yeah. Done.
3: And and Bill Oakley said that he felt in the end they probably took it too seriously, and they that were too that they were too strident in their views, which they usually were in and the Simpsons. The, writers uh, yeah.
2: the amount of compromising and gimmicks that would occur throughout the next 25 seasons. <laughs> like, yes, this and, was not that big yeah, a deal. And none <laughs> and, of this
3: ugliness is on the commentary, by the way. Really? They actually start the commentary by saying... I'm positively delighted to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm positive about this. You can tell very much they were told beforehand, this is a positive commentary. We're not going to talk about <laughs> the bad things. John Lovitz is
0: there, but Matt Groening isn't there.
2: Nope. No, I can, I can see why Matt Groening would think this is not a great episode. Because mm-hmm. there is a couple of,
0: I don't know, real weird things and bombs. In His
3: this. name is on some lesser episodes. Yeah, though. but for, oh, like, Jesus,
2: there's like
0: 11,000 worse episodes yes, at this yeah. point. Yeah. I don't think they would know. They didn't know at this point the show would go on for 20 plus yeah, years. though. And, and, so. But
2: a crossover is fun uh, yeah, for mm-hmm. most viewers. And... They did it with Family Guy in a way that, like, Simpsons fans should be really mad at. Yeah, I hated that way more than Uh, this. Ugh,
0: vile.
3: But I, yeah, as a kid, I just loved this. I Mm -hmm. was like, I. I knew the Flintstones and the Jetsons, so yeah. I like this too. I was like, yeah, my oh, favorite ch- cartoons that. are hanging out with each other. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. and it, it wouldn't take much of a rewrite to make this not the critic. It mm-hmm. could just be any character, or you could mm-hmm. even not have a critic character yeah. come in. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, yeah, and also- And
4: you'd still have a real good episode, man.
0: John Lovitz has played three guest characters before. This is not unprecedented yeah. for yeah. John Lovitz to play a, a new weirdo. It a new have been Artie weirdo. <laughs> yeah, it could have <laughs> like been Artie Ziff. It could have been <laughs> Dwell and Sinclair. They,
3: they basically did this plot again with Artie Ziff moving in with Homer. That's true.
0: So now I want to talk about the writer of this episode. His name has come up a lot on The Critic. You might know him best from Futurama, but his name is Ken Keeler, and he is probably the most educated sitcom writer (laughs) on the planet. (laughs) I mean, Futurama had four PhDs, but as far as The Simpsons go, this guy has an MA in electrical engineering from Stanford and a PhD in applied mathematics from Harvard. But then he went on to write for David Letterman. Yes. He wrote one episode of Wings and then went on to The Critic, then The Simpsons, then Futurama. Wow. And he, yeah. he for some reason, was assigned the most controversial Simpsons episodes. Like, he wrote this one. He wrote Two Bad Neighbors, which was a very controversial mm. and pe- some people thought one of the worst episodes ever. Wrote me and, the wrong way at the time. And he wrote The Principal and the Popper, which we'll get to. Ah. And I feel like <laughs> it yeah, will end, come in time. I'm, Are you sure? In the end, that episode is funny and it's not as bad as you think yeah, it is. But yeah. I mean, Ken Keeler is great and uh, he's really great on commentaries. He's probably the. Nerdiest guy on any Simpsons or Futurama commentary, which is a, a high bar to jump over. Yes. A compliment.
4: Doctorate in applied mathematics.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. wow. I like on what
4: that's... is the formula
0: to getting on the Simpsons from oh. our... oh, Harvard?
4: I mean, that, that's into the, like the the level of math that makes you start to like lose your mind. Yes,
0: it's like numbers aren't even real anymore. And this guy, there is actually a differential calculus joke in this episode, and he had to put that in this episode. <laughs> yes, it's yeah. one of those things in the background of Futurama. It's like I'm smart. I get that. Yeah,
3: he it's you know, on the Futurama commentary. He's even correcting like David Exco And I'm like David X. Will say, Well, it's based on this principle. And then Ke- Keeler will be like, um, Actually, no. Uh-huh. It's, it's the differentiation of that principle. Like, And then Cohen has to be like, Oh, damn. damn. <laughs> like, but this was how Keeler kind of got into the Simpsons world. This was his back door into it, writing for Critic. Mm-hmm. Then he writes this episode of The Simpsons. He will be staff on season seven and eight of The Simpsons and then
0: follow Cohen and Groening to Futurama. And he wrote a lot of the songs from this era onwards yeah. um, for some yeah. reason. I guess maybe the math degree helps you uh, become a better musician. <laughs> I don't know three yeah. <laughs> all but, these uh, fucking
3: Harvard dude, Harvard <laughs> Harvard protecting Harvard man but uh, th- and this episode was directed by Susie Dieter again a already experienced on Simpsons and Critic mm-hmm. she, had, she had left Simpsons for the Critic in season 6 and now has come crawling back this to was the a Simpsons. great looking
0: episode too she's got to do yeah. a lot in this episode including
3: yeah. that whole Barney thing coming up is just yeah. Oh, my god, yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: Susie Dieter underrated master director on the she, Simpsons she had
2: to mimic David Lean <laughs> <as> a, <laughs> yeah it's a TV
0: animator. Holy shit. Well, this episode opens with an Algie and mike Reese staple. Holy Reusing shit, yes. animation. Yep.
3: <laughs> we get the long, long version of Ion Springfield with some very distracting season two
0: animation it's, among season six It's animation. actually from season three's Flaming Moe's, oh, yeah, but there's like a new arrangement of the theme, which sounds worse. <laughs> it, they just make it longer.
6: But first, we all stink. We all Hey! <laughs> uh-huh. According to a national survey ranking, Springfield is the least
7: popular city in America in science... Dead last. I'm telling you, people, the Earth revolves around the sun. Burn him!
5: <laughs> what a story! You've stolen my soul. <laughs> In
8: culture, dead last.
5: Eleanor, we've got to do something about this depression. So I propose. Oh, that's right, I'm crippled.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how Garber says so well, so will. Will. Uh, almost like
4: sex. So, <laughs> does anyone want to guess what uh, America's most unpopular city is right now?
0: Oh, uh, what is it? it's got to be something. in Ohio, Youngstown, what? Ohio, my birthplace. Uh, well, well, St. Louis, Detroit,
4: I, Detroit. According to what USA Today, oh. uh, Detroit's the worst city in America because it has a poverty rate of thirty-nine point eight. Uh, wow! Yeah. Wow!
0: Uh, I want to I want to say my hometown
2: beats it, but I don't know offhand. Youngstown I mean, you're does not, suck. You're not it does. It's but bad. Uh, Youngstown's not this close to being Mad Max. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Yes. If you can drink some of our water. <laughs> I wonder how Skinner avoided being burned
3: alive at the stake. Yes, but but that, that they are literally lynching people in Springfield still apparently. <laughs>
4: like and that's, for the heliocentric model, we've got to stop that.
3: And uh, sunrise at Campo Bello is a yeah. real thing, by the way. It was a 1958 play and 1960 film about what
9: the
3: FDR? Uh, FDR is stricken with polio right before he is going to be nominated as the Democratic Party's presidential candidate. That,
0: that could not have been a real line from the player movie. It's so on no. the nose. No. You have to do something about this depression. <laughs> well, I would say
4: that the, the Eleanor, <laughs> two hours that's a pretty foxy-looking Eleanor Roosevelt. I know, too. she's got yeah. some hips. Yeah. Uh,
3: that Eleanor. I, I didn't have it in there, but there was also the rap and rap. Okay. Joke. My
2: time to shine. <laughs> da- right. My dad's hey. humor, which was thoroughly influenced by NPR... NPR thought this was the funniest thing in the world And I love I've looked it up several times To do like a parody song episode of Laser Time This has no fans uh, Two Live Jews <laughs> oh. Was a, a group of Jews a gr- yeah. two, Two, you know, Jewish guys Making, making fun of two live crew, starting with their 1990 album, As Kosher As They Want to Be. Oh, they had five albums, Jesus including Christ. one Christmas album. Of course. And their Wikipedia is filled with red links with no citations. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but my dad, he never listened to them, but he told me about them all the time because he thought it was the most hilarious concept in the universe because we're from Florida and two live crew it was on everybody's lips. Uh, I have a clip in over there. Of the awful song uh, to, that's parodying me so horny, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's called uh, "Oh, it's so humid."
0: Bucking <laughs> Walk, back to the hotel from the bagel shop, it was so damn humid. I was on us like a mop. I was shredden like a mule. I was frying like a blintz. I was swimming in my shorts. If you get the hint. Oh boy! Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, no.
3: wait, wait. It's so- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: so wait, this, oh this became Oh Hello, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: that is, that is.
2: Oh, oh. But yeah, it's
0: probably much better. Why did
4: say sweat and not schwitz? Schwitz. What's Schmetz. happening? So, yeah, Diana, there's a
0: whole two other minutes you didn't hear. This is a mix oh. of two live Jews and the Benedictine monks. I, yeah. I, I just can't believe this exists. I, it, I forgot about and this. And
2: there was, there was because in my record store, there was a comedy album section, which I'd always go through because George Carlin and Weird Al albums were rare. Like, I, I know there's a Weird Al album from 1986, and I've never seen it, so I go and they had their own section in the comedy section, and it was the first one because wow. of the two. Two live Jews were always the head of the comedy section, and they've they resonated for years and remained popular.
3: They, they say it out loud in the episode that this is also inspired by the Benedictine monks, mm. which people get mad at me on the critics sometimes where I say, uh-huh. this is a Simpsons joke done again, or the Simpsons would later redo this joke. Mm-hmm. On the same night, they do the same joke. In the mm. f- season premiere of Critic, they also do a Benedictine monk joke in it. It's like no, but it's just parallel No, it's the
0: same writing group mm. in an
3: episode that airs the oh, same okay, night. Nice.
4: But Pretty Woman is so bodacious, just like St. Ignatius.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, there was one before that too. This is like the third time in a row they've done this joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty it sure. Really,
4: it's such an easy <laughs> joke because it was such a weird thing to be yeah. popular. There was a mm. recording of Benedictine monks. It went platinum was, or something. Went, like platinum several times. It was a huge worldwide Chant. hit. Chance. It was just right? chanting. Yeah, really imp-
3: it really it in, really inspired Gina Reese. It also lets you know that when, once Reese is back, they do a lot more of Jew. They do many more Jewish jokes than had been happening in the, this season. It
2: was at the time it was a huge phenomenon because it rose to number one on the charts, stayed there for weeks, and had no radio play and no play on MTV. Not even the country music channel. It was, mm. it was. It was just albums, like white people buying albums. That's the only yeah. reason it sold so. This will make me smart if I listen to <laughs> it. Yeah, just
4: it, well, it's relaxing to it's have relaxing. on in the background. I guess you know you can get busy to it and think about all those monks and how they can't. They can't get busy. Yeah, it's it's like a a weird cuckolding thing. I'm cuckolding all the monks right now.
0: They're the original cucks. <laughs> uh, well, so
3: this pretty much gets lost after this point, but the. The reason they're doing a film festival is because they want Culture. Springfield to be bettered mm-hmm. and not be the worst city in America, but it's never mentioned again after this, mm-hmm. yeah. but that it will ruin the tourist trade. And I include this just because I got some expert opinion on what, how Bart talks here.
10: I think we should call a town meeting. If we don't do something soon, we won't get any tourists at all. No tourists? I'll be ruined. Maps to movie stars' homes. Maps for the de
6: Excuse me, are you Drew Barrymore?
10: Why, get out of here, I'm hungover. Sorry, Miss Barrymore. What?
3: (laughs) I do like most, what? What? (laughs) It should be more to that joke, I
2: suppose. Yeah, uh, a very uh, critic joke to me for some reason. Yeah, like Japanese
0: tourist jokes mm -hmm. feel like more of a critic thing than a Simpsons thing.
3: Though, So Bart is speaking Japanese there. So he says, maps to movie stars home, then uh, mapas to cineasta, which is Spanish. Mm
4: -hmm. Las casas cineastas. And
3: then, in what sounds like Nancy Cartwright saying phonetic Japanese, says, tapusta no... Chizu Mapu, <laughs> which I thought I knew what it meant, but I made sure to check with friend of the show, Bongo Comics artist, and wow. person who speaks Japanese, Nina Matsumoto, okay. and she confirmed to me that what Bart says is, map map of top stars. <laughs> so, tapu Topu stars, star. that's top stars, no of Though you kind of have to reposition it. Uh, And then uh, chizu is map, but mapu is also map. One (laughs) is the traditional Japanese word for map. One is their borrowed word for map of mapu. Mapu. So basically says map map. <laughs>
9: mm-hmm. But
3: uh, but it's technically-ish correct. They it did with, some research. They seems. did. Yeah, they, yeah. They, That's they, nice. Though, it's uh, not
4: just yelling gibberish like, ha ha, Asian voices are funny. Yeah.
3: Though she also, she said she had never noticed that was Japanese before. Partially mm-hmm. because it is like... Really mangled, but again, it's like I would bet Nancy Cartwright was just handed phonetic okay. words and just said them. <laughs> Can like, I get
2: into a nerdy detail that I never noticed before? Mm-hmm. Bart says, I'll be ruined, and we get a harp noise oh? to signify an imaginary sequence. Oh, yeah. Um, that, yeah, but,
3: that is more of the cause for an imaginary. Yeah, it's one,
4: not a cutaway,
0: mm. it's in his brain, but yet we see Moe. <laughs> yes. What, his fantasy ends with uh, like a Mo prank. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, obviously,
4: if you were gonna sell Maps of the Stars, there's only two stars, maybe three in all of Springfield. So obviously, <laughs> yeah. it's just gonna use it as an excuse to harass Mo a bunch. I bet
2: all the addresses are Mo. That's <laughs> oh, that's great. It's the prank calls extending into another Yeah, exactly. You can't I, exactly. prank him anymore. Okay, we figured it out. This joke it. is deeper
3: than we thought. Yeah. Hey. Though that's right. This is again makes it more like Gene and Reese. They start by watching TV, a Gene mm-hmm. and Reese favorite. And way more cutaway to jokes than you got in these Merkin episodes that we've been commenting Although on.
4: Although you said this is ninety-five.
3: March yeah.
2: 95
4: March 95 So Drew Barrymore Had cleaned up Iraq By then Yeah
2: I, I think dude. so Yeah She, she was a she had, to do Boys on the side had, Yeah, yeah love. I remember that movie mm-hmm. uh, I know, had <laughs> Sure she,
9: existed
3: <laughs> Has had she flashed David Letterman <laughs> I mean, By this right point Right around <laughs> uh, Somewhere in that
4: ish, time She had done
2: Playboy By this point She cameoed I in Wayne's World 2 mm. Yeah Bjergen <laughs> I mean, Of the Bjergen Fjords I forgot <laughs> Yeah
4: but she You know she was Off the drugs And the booze By then And mm. cleaned herself up
8: The Simpsons will
2: be right back.
3: Is this projection accurate? Is talking Simpsons getting a live show? Yes! The answer is yes, everybody. Talking Simpsons is getting a very own live podcast recording. Where? At San Francisco Sketch Fest in good old San Francisco. When? January 28th, 5 30. How much tickets? They're free! You just gotta claim yours first if you're gonna be going. Interested parties only. It's gonna be at the Piano Fight Bar in San Francisco, January 28th, 2018, at 5 30 p.m. We're gonna be doing a live podcast recording, more details to come on what we're going to be doing there soon but be sure that it's going to be a gay old time at SF Sketch Fest and we are super honored to be there and we can only do that thanks to the support of all of our people on Patreon. Just $5 a month gets you access to a ton of special things that you will only find there including every episode of Talking Critic, a ton of exclusive interviews and much much more. So please sign up at Patreon and don't forget, mark your count for January 28, 2018, for Talking Simpsons, the live podcast recording at SF Sketch Fest. Hey, if you're listening to this during the week of Black Friday, maybe you should think about getting a gift for the simpsons lover in your life and i know the gift i would suggest the t-shirt for talking simpsons the talking simpsons t-shirt you can get for yourself it's on shirt and you can head to Shirtsickle.com or you can go to tiny.cc talking shirt and pick it up It is a beautiful sky blue based on the design for Ion Springfield done by our wonderful friend of the show, Nina Matsumoto. Just $19.99 will get you your own t-shirt plus shipping and tax. And it ships somewhat internationally, so just because you're not in the United States doesn't mean you won't be able to get this shirt. Check it out for yourself at shirtsickle.com or tiny.cc slash talking shirt.
2: Hey, this is Sideshow
3: Luke Perry. You're listening to Talking Simpsons on LaserTime. Time.
8: This week on Laser Time, the internet's seventh leading pop culture podcast, the gang is tackling a brand new topic.
2: Well, I tried to find a negative review of Citizen Kane. One star, it had no color. <laughs> it was utterly depressing. The camera angles were okay, but the acting really wasn't too good. All the actors were always interrupting themselves or each other, and it just didn't flow well in my mind. And this is my favorite line of all time. It's just like the Blair Witch Project. I mean, he's right. It's just like the Blair Witch projects. A lot of people watch Citizen Kane because of the hype and find themselves disappointed. It's sad but true. Citizen Kane was a real disappointment. Totally unoriginal plot. Bad lighting. Cheesy sets. Boring, too. And gosh, what is this rosebud thing? That was freaky. Whoa, dude. Anyway, this movie was that whack was and weird. mad boring. <laughs> it no, was a bummer, too, that, I've that I've it was that. all black and white and all the guys looked the same because they all wore suits. <laughs>
8: That's Laser Time, new every Monday on lasertimepodcast.com, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Then, also, that shows this episode kind of is a traditional Simpson episode that goes straight to a town meeting. Yeah. And uh, that Seinfeld joke just sucks, no. honestly, It's bad, like.
0: but it, it also made me wonder that this is probably the one Seinfeld joke the show ever made. And Seinfeld was the hugest show so that, that started when The Simpsons started. That's what I looked into. Because yeah. I love
2: it when The Simpsons... The Simpsons is the biggest phenomenon I remember happening when it happened. Mm-hmm and I've lived so long and so was The Simpsons you. Sl- it was awesome early on to see this the show honor other phenomenons like Ren and Stimpy or Jurassic Park like yeah. oh shit I get this The Se- Seinfeld I think it's only interesting that it had been on this is in its fifth season mm-hmm. wow. but uh, it, had, it was not a huge hit the first three seasons got shit ratings no one mm-hmm. was talking about it the critics liked it and I, what was the, the, the tale the that episode I think uh, was the But it's in the production order because you would date this back to around 1994. Yeah. That's the fourth season when not only did Seinfeld shoot up, it remained in the top two, the top Mm. two or three. Until for the next five years. So mm. it's having to acknowledge the one show everybody's talking about more than The Simpsons. And at this time, it's Seinfeld. Yeah. It was the uh, non drama water cooler show. Yeah. Like, can you believe what happened? Yes, because <laughs> ER, you could say the same thing about, but who the fuck cares about mm-hmm. ER? Uh, but... <laughs>
3: Though also, you know, the critic made fun of Seinfeld before in the first episode yeah. of The right. Critic. Some like, people actually this talk. Some people talk, Dan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which. That's uh, that's ripe for the critic to do, which is like, well, critic, you're not realistic either. like are you saying you're happy? <laughs> yeah, just talk? I'd like,
2: never seen the Simpsons poke fun at a sitcom other than like Cosby, which it was always kind of had a rivalry with, mm-hmm. be- being on the same at the same time and the same night.
3: I was trying to remember when they made fun of Friends, and mm-hmm. I think it was only in again another Gene and Reese episode, Simpson tied mm-hmm. where It's like, uh, what's in David Schwimmer? Oh, he is kind of handsome hey, in an ugly way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right. Actually, I think it's more of an acknowledgement and not a. A jab because yeah. I think everyone on the staff likes Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. They talked yeah. about uh, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein, they wrote Seinfeld spec scripts to get on The Simpsons. Yeah, I think uh-huh, and like yeah. writers would go from The Simpsons right to Seinfeld, like Jennifer Crittenden. So I'm
2: speculating, I think, but yeah. not unlike Ren and Stimpy, I think it was a tip of the hat to yeah, another. Yeah white hot Mm -hmm. phenomenon that they were acknowledging like this
3: it was more like just a nerdy rep Mm -hmm. idea of like well Springfield is only a few letters off from Seinfeld but it's also not a joke it is not a joke (laughs) not very funny (laughs) not really The, the next joke is much funnier yeah
10: I may be just a boy but I have an idea if I may I'd like to show you a few slides Here's Springfield as it appears from space. Somewhere in this windy valley is the lost Dutchman's mine.
1: Young man, that appears to be a picture of your rear end. Huh.
10: So long, suckers. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> uh, this is the last time I use an escape plan devised by Milhouse. Oh, sorry Bart.
0: I want to think they're just rolled up in that for the rest of the meeting. Yes. <laughs> just and watching the rest of the meeting. The whole
3: time. I think that's a great pointless prank of Bart's of just like I'm going to show everybody my butt <laughs> and just talk about it farting. That's his <laughs> the entire mind. It is also classic. Bart likes taking photos of his butt. It's true. And okay. something
2: he does quite a lot. And you can write <laughs> on his butt
0: very legibly. It's my
2: Twitter, Twitter cover photo for several years. I remember years. that, yeah. I think it still is. <laughs> it still is. Lord knows I'm not updating that site. Yeah. <laughs> and then also kind of a double
3: up of the gambling episode as well marge has a good idea but everybody doubts her at first Mm -hmm. but uh, i love the one guy marge is going to say (laughs) something dan Dan is on fire in this episode as we find out dan dan's on the commentary and they point out multiple times like especially in one big moment i'll bring up later dan's ad-libbing really helped them Mm -hmm. out on the show he's He's kind of almost a writer, really. They, mm-hmm. de- they depend a lot on Dan Castellaneda.
10: Now, I know you haven't liked some of my past suggestions, like switching to the metric system. I
5: did the metric system <laughs> is the tool of the devil. My car gets 40 rods to the hundred, <laughs> head, and that's the way I like it. The old person's remarks will be stricken from the record. <laughs> Who said that? But my new idea's is different. <laughs>
0: I
4: think we should hold a film festival and give out prizes. So I Rog's, did the math on this. I did the math too, but the problem is wait, wait. hogshead is is inconsistent. It it's, is, it's, yeah. Different. It's a
2: measure of depth, of distance. No, uh, no, no. It's sorry. it's an SNL sketch here. No, it's, I mean, it's, it's we talk about leagues. Good old yeah, twenty man.
4: thousand
3: leagues. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, I mean it's a measure of volume. But for wine, it's one thing. For beer, it's another. For tobacco, it's another thing. It hogshead. Hogshead. Yeah. So it is. The a... Far. They
3: didn't just make it up. It is no, a real Rod, oldie time.
4: Rod is a distance of measurement and Hogshead is a distance of is a kind of volume yeah okay so you so wouldn't measure does... a
0: distance into a volume then
4: well yeah. no if you're doing yeah, miles, per o- miles per gallon yes oh, you are oh okay so alright <laughs> what did your math come up with
0: my math came out to 660 feet for yep. 63 gallons of gas
4: that's the same math yes. I have <laughs>
0: So wow. not fuel efficient at all. So yeah. Yeah. 0.125 miles for 63 gallons of gas. <laughs> yeah,
4: boy, Point, 0.002 miles per gallon, which is three times as bad as the M1 Abrams tank.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> What is Grandpa driving? drive? Wow. I
4: don't this know. Stolen tank. I, it's, I was confused because I—it's a tank with shitty mileage. I was
2: confused because I give out rods on my popular YouTube series Top Five Babes, and that's how I score. <laughs> <laughs> this brog is seven rods. <laughs> <laughs> seven or nineteen 40 rods. rods to my hog's head. Someday <laughs> I'll meet that god. nineteen rod babes. Like, comment, and subscribe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had always thought he had made that up. I did I not know hogshead nope. was a real thing. I, I read wow. a lot of
0: old timey books. So. Wow! Yeah.
3: I, I, whenever I think of America's crappy measurement system compared to metric, I think of that. I think of the hogshead. Yep. And that it it's does a real thing. We really should be on metric. It's bad. Be- I mean, it's a, we're no better than stone. Like at least we don't measure <laughs> things in stone.
2: Grandpa doesn't like... know you're not supposed to drive an H all the time. There's hills <laughs> to accommodate
0: for. That's why his mileage is so bad. <laughs> but,
4: How that's... many liters of kerosene do you? Think?
3: Gene and Reese were really into the idea of Wiggum cross dressing, by the way, too. They got a lot of jokes out of that, like an excuse to wear makeup. Did anybody else think Bart's introduction to the Eternal Struggle? On the commentary, they say it's supposed to be Criswell from Plan 9. But. It Raoul, reminds me as Proto Bam Margera. It is <laughs> it is a <laughs> guy talking prank. to the camera saying, "I'm about to prank my dad," and then shows his fat I'm dad Bart and Simpson makes fun of him. Welcome to Jackass. I feel oh. like this could have been ins- uh, slightly inspired the Bam Margera delivery. <laughs> nah, Not,
4: I mean I felt like it was it wasn't quite Rod Serling mm-hmm. but I see them that they were trying to go for Criswell. But Criswell, you need you need bigger. Yeah, you know? like a desk. To sit
0: I predict uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's what we're all going to live live on colonize mars by 1954 <laughs> but bart's his hair is a bit more
3: like that mm. though i would say
2: well, please watch it right? uh, yeah.
3: uh, and then oh god i love that movie and then also we get to see the Flanders to God scene, yeah, it's pretty cute. They, they shrink
0: Todd down to baby size for this to work. Yeah, and <laughs> is cradling Todd like a very small version of Todd. True, he's, he, he's yeah, no boy would float that fast. And we, we see God's five uh, fingered hand. It literally is God yeah. saving
3: Ned Flanders' child, which is a pretty out, but pretty outward move for
2: God. Though. So I'm not. I would never complain about this episode. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of this season, it feels a hell of a lot like the Simpsons movie. Like mm-hmm. it hits certain beats, like the town hall opening with television. Like all of Springfield getting together and going over the top with jokes like this. And I mean, these guys would eventually come up back aboard mm. and write The Simpsons. It just feels like people who are coming on board, like, I know the beat of this show. Yeah. I got this. I can do whatever I'd like. It's
3: somebody resuming something they used yeah. to do instead of being. They're getting back on the bicycle after a while instead of yeah.
2: It, I don't mean that as an insult at all. It's just there's mm. there's a lot of high points. Or like go, seeing God, for instance, like
3: outside of a dream <laughs> sequence, is something I don't think any it's other like episode it's would nothing do. Who literally
0: saves yeah. Ned's yeah. child through prayer? When God intervened in Mister Plow, we didn't see him. He just went, "Oh yeah, <laughs> oh
3: yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Though it seemed like they heard him, but. Uh, yes, then we get the introduction of Jay into the world. Yes. Well, I, I have
4: to say one thing. I mean, they, they try to find a, a film critic and they say there's 600 film critics and Leonard Maltin's the most attractive. True. That is true. It's true. Never trust an attractive film critic. No way. Never. So
2: You didn't like uh, Roper very much. Yeah, no, I don't Roper trust him. <laughs> I don't.
4: A... <laughs> I don't trust him as someone who actually spends time not sitting on their ass. <laughs> so
0: then, Harry, so then Harry Knowles is the best film critic exactly. by that metric. Exactly. By that
4: metric, Jabba the Hutt R.I.P. is the best film critic.
3: I would. <laughs> I would say that. I would say that at that time, I thought Gene Siskel was more
0: attractive than Leonard Maltin. Nah, Gene Shallop, bro. All the way. All, oh, all the way. You get lost in that hair.
10: <laughs> what you doing, Ma? I'm looking for a film critic to help judge our festival. Did you know there are over 600 critics on TV mm-hmm. and Leonard Maltin is the best looking of them all?
5: Sure. Ew. Welcome huh. to Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Jay Sherman. Thank you. Tonight, <laughs> we review an aging Charles Bronson in Death Wish 9.
6: I wish I was dead
2: Oy. I fucking hate that joke
3: for the first time <laughs> Charles Bronson's
0: voice is used Charles on Charles Benson. Bronson yeah, yeah you're right Chris that was like cut from Mad Magazine I, I hate that <laughs> joke we can't use this no. panel And that, that, that film series had ended like
2: almost a decade Death Wish earlier. 5 had come out Five years before earlier. Bruce Willis made it relevant again, Oh. Our no. troubled times.
3: I can't wait to see him murder black people on the street. It's going to be really great. That movie <laughs> especially series, especially by it, Eli Roth, it's is, a it's very toxic racist by by oh, every fucking
2: stretch of the imagination.
3: Talk about sexual harassment in the film industry is big now. If you watch <laughs> that Electric Boogaloo <laughs> film, it's oh, it is a the like Death Wish is filmed crimes against women. Like yes. that's what it is. You it's, should
2: uh, while watching the series back to back, be mm. sure to drink every time Charles Bronson's daughter is raped to justify uh, a mass vigilante so, killing spree. a horrible yes and then it's and really, she
4: doesn't get to go on the spree it's not none of the i spit on your no, grave is 45 shit there they
3: all get murdered like they all they first no, they no, are she's set, catatonic after yes, the first okay one. <laughs> sometimes oh, though they get murdered and or yeah. just assaulted at but, some point she is murdered but also in the films, it's it's really just an excuse to for him to shoot black do people in the I'll back. Once. Like it's 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 wishful fulfillment to be like Jimmy Carter's I,
2: not doing nothing. I'm, I'm an angry old
3: hands. man. I wish I could shoot these <laughs> ki-
2: these urban kids in we the street. We just streets. covered one of thirty twenty ten where like he's like Rambo
0: called back to yes. do it again. Did this inspire uh, Bernie Gets or was this post Bernie Okay, gets. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, it's,
2: it's no, no. That that's why the film series is pretty fucking toxic. It comes yeah. from a different. Era to justify vigilante justice. Pretty well,
3: is also a racist dude. On like, petty it's, crime, it's like, yeah. And, on petty crime, but it was just a dude who murders people. Yeah. And like, Death Wish Three is fun if you can disassociate yourself from the crimes you're witnessing happening behind the scenes it is entertaining and how
2: crazy it yes. is if like, you think a guy he, stealing your tape player from your car deserves to be decapitated for his crime it's yeah. a great movie for you there's a great scene where he buys a camera like
3: well i know this camera will be stolen from me within seconds mm-hmm. by the many hoodlums here Oh, he did it! Cool. That's all excuse I need. Giant Desert Eagle shoots him in the back, and everybody applauds him murdering someone in the street. Yeah, I mean at least
0: and Dundee would play a fun knife game with the criminal. Yeah, and no, knife. not hurt him.
3: And again, that that had to inspire so many real life murders of people who thought like, "Well, I'm the I'm Charles Bronson right here." I think it inspired
0: you. open carry.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But so, yes, Death Wish 5 was the last one, and... Was Bronson
4: alive Bronson would not
3: get his own Death Wish until seven years after Uh, this episode aired. He would die in 2002. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't in good health. He had retired from acting by this point from poor health, but he was technically still alive, if you call that living. (laughs) Uh, uh, And Jay's redesign is kind of in between... He's kind of in between season
2: one and season two. Jay. Season two, Jay, They say on the commentary, he's a smurf basically. Yeah, but and that's that's why it was so weird because the critic. Season 1 and 2 designs are slightly different, very, yeah, different. very so like, different like yeah. a,
0: actually every character is different. I didn't
2: have it yeah. I didn't have them on tape, so like mm-hmm. I hadn't seen The Critic in a few months and you see him on the Simpsons like this is just what he looks like I think. Yeah, yeah. well they have to give him so the confusing. overbite.
3: He doesn't yeah. have an overbite in the in like his any other show. celebrity guest we get. Mm-hmm. And I think it's too bad they didn't include any of his other co-stars in The Critic, but I guess I get they're like it's hard enough to introduce Jay Sherman into the show. If we oh, had it no. Duke
0: or Doris or what if, what if Duke and Burns had a scene together? That'd <laughs> be amazing. Charles uh, Napier and uh, would be great. Yeah. Yes, I,
2: I would say there's one other character from the critic in here because as I always say on the Talking Critic podcast, the fifth character is really the score. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 in all ser- the city in all <laughs> seriousness, like the clarinet, the woodwinds of the yeah. critic come in this episode. I, quite I a bit.
3: give huge thumbs up to Alf Clausen and his team capturing the uh, Hans Zimmery score and the feel mm-hmm. of the Gershwin feel of the yeah, Critic soundtrack. The riff on Rhapsody Simpsons. in Blue.
0: Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. plays on the streets of New York.
3: But it's very fitting that he meets Rainier Wolfcastle. Like, that. this oh, was yeah. the smartest use wait, of it. Yeah. So
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger is real in the Critic universe, yes. but also yes. in Springfield, there's a character named Rainier Wolfcastle. Well, or no, in, in this version of New York, in the Simpsons version of mm-hmm. New York, Rainier Wolfcastle is Goes real. Goes to New York. Yeah, yeah, well,
3: so, I want to dig more into this, is that... This is an alternate universe, Jay, because in the world of The Critic, (laughs) Simpsons is a TV show people watch on TV. Um, Jay dresses up as as Homer at a Halloween party. He lives in a world where the the simpsons exist so this is the simpsons dimensions jay sherman oh my god not the jay sherman who's on the critic
2: All right now i'm this, on matt graining side this is this, problematic <laughs> this
3: jay sherman does not the jay sherman we see on the critic does not remember going here because this is that universe's critic
0: or maybe that University J. Sherman agreed to be on The Simpsons as a guest mm. star because he's a very famous critic. Oh, and so this yeah. episode
3: aired within that world. Yes. Okay, wow. wow, that's even better. You get the no prize right you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but this this is pretty great.
5: But first we have a special guest, Rainier Wolfcastle, star of the reprehensible <laughs> McBain movie. Jay, my new film is a mix of
7: action and comedy. It's called McBain. Let's get silly. Did you ever notice how men always leave the toilet seat up? That's the joke.
8: You suck, McVeigh!
7: Now my Woody Allen impression. I'm a neurotic nerd who likes to sleep with little girls.
5: (laughs) Hey, that really sucked!
7: The film is just me in front of a brick wall for an hour and a half. It cost $80 million. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> On top of a pile of money with many beautiful ladies.
5: Just asking. Yes. him. There's, there's at least two memes
3: buried in that clip. Yeah. Yes. Oh, first off, that's the joke, which is our line. It feels... Should we just give this line to the show uh, just because it's the quote? I think it quote? has to be. That's
7: the joke. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. That, uh, that is the joke. that Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've seen that meme so I just saw that happen with Bill Corbett of MST3K. He did a joke on Twitter. Somebody replied to it like, um, actually, that would be unfeasible if that were to happen. And then he replied with oh, just, that's, that's the, the joke. joke. I'll tell you
0: what, there are lots of bad people on Twitter. The worst people, some of the worst people next to Nazis are the joke police. They're like, <laughs> uh, your joke doesn't work. I have I have one way your joke wouldn't work. Yeah.
3: Actually, this technically wouldn't. So that's the but, joke He's used all the time
4: Besides you know The pile of money And the many beautiful women That too yeah As obviously being The other joke Anytime the critic shows up Means we gotta make fun Of Woody Allen yeah. No yeah, matter that, what
2: Yeah That doesn't yeah. love it uh, The Because the best Woody Allen joke Is on the the, the Simpsons mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. I like those Woody Allen movies Except for that nervous fellow. <laughs> it's
3: the best Woody Allen joke I ever. think my favorite Simpsons Woody Allen joke Is him in Japan Saying like uh, These crackers Will drive you bananas uh, What did I do To deserve this Oh, right, yeah,
0: <laughs> that
2: is the best what well, well, the Simpsons. Never got that harsh with a celebrity scandal. Like, they
3: really didn't like celebrity mm. gags all that much. You well, know? But they, it, this episode
2: has way more named celebrities in it than others. It's steered away from things you might get bummed out by, such mm-hmm. as Woody Allen fucking his daughter. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It <laughs> it's, just it's a you bit to... of a bummer, unless you're,
0: unless you're into that hub channel. I don't know, uh, maybe. As, <laughs> that's more of a recent development.
3: <laughs> as Space Ghost would say, you're bringing me down, man. But yeah, whenever I think of rich people who don't give a shit about making bad things, I think of on top of a pile of money mm-hmm. with many beautiful ladies, which again is like, well how do you make such garbage? because it makes me rich and then i have sex <laughs> yeah. like i'm very fulfilled in all these ways who i don't give a shit about art why who we cares. make these
2: podcasts exactly
3: <laughs> all the money and the beautiful
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was just so fitting that raymier wolfcastle would be on the show even though jay should ask him like well wait why aren't you arnold schwarzenegger like arnold about... schwarzenegger exists in the simpsons universe too? i mean later he would he's the president of Which the simpsons that's <laughs> yeah. right i hate that joke yeah I'd never, had you guys ever heard the term ears are burning before this episode? I I I have,
4: and I will say, I think this might be my favorite Homer (laughs) one liner of all time. Oh, really?
3: Wow. Of of just
4: stupid Homer getting so stupid in a nice, compact (laughs) joke.
3: I'm going to play the clip
1: right here.
4: I like him. He's smart. He's sensitive. He's clearly not obsessed with his
10: physical appearance.
1: My ears are burning.
10: Uh, I wasn't talking about you, Dad.
4: No,
1: my ears are really burning. I wanted to see inside, so I lit a Q-tip.
4: Hmm. Well, the idea that he had to lit
1: like, a
3: Q-tip.
4: Everything about just the logistics of, like, okay, well, obviously, you lean into the mirror. Well, that's not work. Maybe you can do two mirrors. Yeah, you need a second mirror. No, it's too dark in there. I need, like, a little torch. Hey, these look like tiny torches. I'll just... Like, light it on so, fire that's sticking in my ear maybe I can see it now then his ear is still
0: dark. smoking was that where his gummy bear was stuck <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, oh, the one that, that could was be it a neither pimple or a boil neither pimple nor boil <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's gummy bear
0: I, I assume
3: that was like on his back or something but yes then then Marge opens the door finally to the crossover to begin
10: dear Mr. Sherman on behalf of the people of Springfield I would like to invite you to judge our film festival can stay with us and enjoy the sights and sounds of the country.
1: Marge, is this a pimple or a boil?
10: Just a minute, Homer. Oh, look what you made me write. <laughs> anyway, we think you'll really enjoy our quiet little town. Sincerely,
1: Marge Simpson.
5: Hmm. Do I really want to leave Manhattan? Sermon, I just
7: realized you insulted me. Now you will die.
5: Uh, uh, hey, Nutnik, your shoe's untied.
7: From here they appear to be tied, but I will go in for a closer look.
5: Taxi! To the airport!
7: On closer inspection, these are loafers.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was Dan Castellaneta doing that joke that... They did an attempt track that then Harry Shearer really? just phoned in and didn't did his part for it. Up, but yes.
0: Yeah. And we pointed this out on Talking Critic, but this story beat would co- come up later in the Critic. Jay insults Jean-Paul Le Pope's movie, and then mm-hmm. Jean-Paul Le Pope comes after him. Yes. And That's in this true. episode, Rainier Wolfcastle comes after Jay. That will be wow. weeks later
3: in the show, though. Yeah. In Jean-Paul Le Pope's case, who is a Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, character... He never really wanted to kill Jay. Rainier does want to kill Jay. In the street. <laughs> yeah. the It was a funnier time when the idea of somebody walking down the street with an AK-47 was like, this is funny, not to, ooh, this is depressing. It's a very arched line, though, of like, uh, do I really want to leave New York? Like, yeah, you're, really, you're just asking for a comedy thing to come at you <laughs> if you say, do I really want to leave New York? With an open question like that. I also said, on closer inspection, Uh, A million
2: times when restating an obvious thing. I'm more fascinated by Nudnik. Nudnik. It's just yeah. a word yeah. I came
0: across in Mad yeah. Magazine eight thousand times. Yep,
4: yeah. Good all Yiddish. Yiddish yeah. has yeah. so That's many, a- so many descriptive words for uh, people you don't like. Mad that
0: Magazine that, like snuck so much Yiddish in the kids' brains. It it's great. Yeah, yeah that was
3: oh. a Jewish conspiracy. Sounds like it I, was. I can't. I can't.
0: They can be
2: choked, choked down that borscht belt humor every <laughs> single day.
3: And it's Sergio Aragones is the f-
4: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that Spaniard. Yeah.
3: So that airplane landing from New York is uh, it's such a weak joke too. Again, like hey, I'm flying here. Like ah, very funny. Yeah. So they Doing New York. Yeah. And graffiti. It's a very criticky joke, which yeah. is like, I feel like Simpsons would have been better than that. Uh, and then, yes. Hooky, the...
2: You found my trash can.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love... Same deal. I also love it's a very visual gag, so I didn't get it. But Homer rewriting Simpsons three mm. times in a row. Yeah. I love that. I've done that too, of just like, oh, I know I wrote the wrong thing, but. For some reason, you keep writing it the wrong way, even though you know it's wrong. And then we find out that it was a gummy bear, not a pimple or a boil witch. They didn't have to return to that joke. I kind of like going back
9: to that
0: <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, so uh, Homer and Homer and Pooh has a, a sucker stuck to him at all times. Oh, Is yeah. It like a reserve gummy bear, too.
3: <laughs> I guess so. That one seems to be unintentional. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then we get the line that this joke was by Al Jean to kind of hang a lantern on the obviousness of the commercial, of the consumery reason for this uh, crossover.
0: Coming up next, the Flintstones meet the Jetsons.
10: Uh-oh, I smell another cheap cartoon crossover.
1: Bart Simpson, meet Jay Sherman the Critic.
10: Hello. Hey man, I really love your show. I think all kids should watch it. <laughs> I suddenly feel so dirty.
2: <laughs> I mean, it seems like it would have been enough Like relax Matt There there. Yeah, we acknowledged it we, It was meant to defang it But I don't think it totally did yeah, it, and it, it, it sent me down a spiral Of like This was not the Second cartoon crossover This actually happened all the time it's, It happens so often It's not worth mentioning No But at that point Fuck yeah, Jetson's Meet the Flintstones was, was the most, the most popular famous. reference. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, I, I don't think I could get through it as a kid. It should have been... Dude, the, it sucked. It it, been, I wanted it so even bad. as a
2: child, all I wanted was to like it and it's, I get bored. It's yeah. A yeah. worse yeah. than 1960s Hanna-Barbera animation, but but slightly better but worse in a different way in a filmation-y kind of way yeah it's 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 awful it's a
0: 1987 made-for-TV movie and clearly Mel Blanc and George O'Hanlon are dying audibly (laughs) Uh, and you're right it is so boring and the plot is awful like Elroy goes back in time and you know shenanigans ensue and Mm -hmm. we have a clip here of, of really here's something they meet for the first time
10: what are we doing Fred they might not even be around anymore (laughs)
6: <laughs> He's there. He's peeking around from behind a tree. We have to yeah. show it because we want both heads. <laughs> There's two of them, Dad. Are they young and good looking? Wrong on both counts. Let me see. Only Kowasori. Right. <laughs> that guy's third head is a girl.
10: Well, find out if one of those three heads knows how to talk.
6: Okay. Okay. Yabba-dabba, friend!
4: Well,
5: one thing, the people of the future don't waste any words. Hey, Dad, I think
4: he said friend.
6: Try it. Uh. Oba-doba! Friend! Hey, did you recognize that word, Bon? Uh, Which one, uba or doba?
10: He said friend! Come on, Get
0: let's take a on chance with uh, it. hear you can hear Mel Blanc's feeding tube. It's like, mm. it's, they, they have ninety minutes to pad out with but, this shit. Yeah. But you're with me, like we or did, maybe an hour. I don't know. We but it's no, too it long. was two hours. It was
2: two hours with commercials. It's two hours with commercials. I looked into this too much because otherwise, why should I even be here? But I <laughs> like I
0: I loved the
2: Flintstones. As a kid, undiscerningly, and it this, was a cartoon that was on, and you this could is watch a big it. deal. I, they I watched all of them, they hadn't crossed over except for one NES game, uh, mm-hmm. where the last level is in the Chess and Oh, Universe, you're right, Flintstones it Hot connects Rescue. everything, it does. Uh, but this is even worse. Uh, oh, it was, very much so. it's it, it aired in September of 1987 in syndication, the second of ten of Hanna Barbera's Superstars 10 series, mm-hmm. which is like this cynical strengthening of Hanna Barbera shoveling its library everywhere. will make it more relevant mm-hmm. by making new films. And this is one of the only ones that significantly crossed over. Can you believe this hadn't happened in yeah, well, 25 years? Especially because the of the 70s Hanna-Barbera
3: stuff, mm-hmm. they all crossed, they all over. crossed over. The Laugh Olympics had them all meet each other, but, but not... no Flintstones. N- no Flintstones. Yeah. The primetime characters of Flintstones and Jetsons weren't included in that. It was mm-hmm. all the morning characters.
0: Was, was 87 also the Jetsons movie? Or no, was it that 89. was 89. 89, okay. 89 but like, this is significant to me. Oh, God was god-awful.
2: Because God. I saw the promos and believe me i did my work i try to look up the promos the the best promo for this is the worst thing you've ever heard <laughs> in one channel of audio i don't know why they hired this 16 year old girl to do the promo it's disgusting but i i missed it and you know like television back in the day you missed it it's done mm-hmm. uh and it came out on video so i remember every week going to the video store and it's always gone it's that yeah. popular mm. for like a year and i finally saw it just your reaction, Bob. It's, this is so boring. Mm-hmm. This is so fucking boring. And I, I remember wanting just... All of you had to tell me is that the Flintstones live underneath the Jetsons. That's, <laughs> instead, they invent multiple methods of time travel.
3: Yep, it's time <laughs> travel. At the end, they're able to go back in time even when the time machine is broken because enough uh, chronotons are in Fred's car. Oh, which God. they try to sell to, to the to future. the power
4: of love, maybe? <laughs>
3: kind of, yeah. It's
2: Don't need a credit card to ride this train.
3: <laughs> well, also in that clip, it had the thing that drove me crazy in first viewing of just like, he, George first, Jetson's... Sorry. First viewing, yeah. Uh, well, only mm. viewing, okay. only viewing
4: is
0: a kid, Thank god. but
3: but so George cool. Jetson never had a yabba dabba do. Yeah. He didn't have one.
2: He had a Jane stop this crazy thing.
3: Yeah, yeah but he didn't have. But they give him uba duba, and they pretend that he's always said <laughs> oh it. God. Oh my god! And so in that scene when he's just like uba duba yabba dabba. No, he didn't. It, you can't just make up a catchphrase for him to he say that's equal to the abid- Didn't
4: abid- get out of the cock a duty car.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Oop, <Exactly. exactly. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yes. means I'll do that. I've, I've said it a thousand billion times. Hanna-Barbera's the closest animation gets to improv in the universe <laughs> it, it's clearly the
0: first every script is a first draft oh, so it's bad. awful well and it's
3: so sad to think that they were like the A-team of animation mm-hmm. like boy I'd rather watch a Hanna-Barbera cartoon than a Filmation one that's so the
0: Pac-Man animated
2: series team and I was just just yelling with a guest slash on Facebook that Warner Brothers eventually bought Hanna-Barbera and now they have these Figures, get all your favorite Warner Brothers characters: Bugs, Daffy, Porky, Speedy. Quick draw, i like, no, no, do not taint your brand with these fucking characters. Uh. Like, do not make them as irrelevant. <laughs> do not make Bugs and
0: Daffy as irrelevant as Hanna Barbera characters. Yeah. End rant. I am so sorry, Simpsons. Yeah, we sure. are stuck on this. I want to point out one more thing. Bart says, "I think all kids should watch it." Mm-hmm. That's interesting. He didn't say, "I think everyone should watch it," because Bill Oakley told us adults didn't watch The Simpsons mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. era. So it was a kid as- show, and that that could account for the softening of. The the critic like we're gonna make this more kid-friendly in a way yeah
3: that makes sense yeah uh Despite it, having
2: like the only fingering joke i ever heard on television <laughs> at that point.
3: the jetsons didn't get original animation uh, that they started again after the movie so they had flintstones meet the jetsons then the new series of jetsons that they made for syndication mm-hmm. that was
0: early 80s that was before the, oh that's right yeah. and
3: then the movie and after mm-hmm. the movie There wasn't a new Jetsons solo thing until their crossover with WWE (laughs) this year.
2: I knew it. Give or take a Kanye West video.
3: Yes, yeah. Well, they do appear in an episode of Harvey Birdman, which is actually pretty funny, Mm because they make fun of how totally stupid and useless all of them are.
0: And how the the Jetsons was just one joke.
4: Can we get onto that ogre Mr. Burns? Yes.
0: I don't
3: know. (laughs) Can't we talk more about Hanna-Barbera cartoons? Uh
6: You talk about it yourself. I don't know what's happening. It seems our profits have dropped 37%.
7: I'm afraid we have a bad image, sir. Market research shows people see you as something of an ogre.
6: Yeah, you ought to club them and eat their bones. <laughs> yeah.
7: Well, maybe this film festival could help us. A film biography might let them get to know the real you. Virtuous, heroic, nubile.
6: You left out pleasant. Uh. But I like that film biography idea. A slick Hollywood picture to gloss over my evil rise to power like Bugsy or Working Girl. Get me Steven Spielberg.
7: He's unavailable.
6: Then get me his non-union Mexican equivalent. Listen, Sr. Spielbergo, uh, I want you to do for me what Spielberg did for Oscar Schindler. Uh, Schindler is bueno, señor Burns is el Diablo. Listen, Spielbergo, Schindler and I are like peas in a pod. We're both factory owners. We both made shells for the Nazis, but mine worked. Damn it! <laughs> now go out there and win me that festival. Oh man,
0: that's uh, I, I
2: don't think I'd seen Schindler's list when this episode came out. That is an, that is all my line of the show. All yeah, of it. Yeah, uh, I mean
0: non-union Mexican equivalent <laughs> yeah. is also a meme that I have, their I boats to make my br- I yeah. love yeah, all of it. Club them and eat their bones. <laughs> <And laughs> he clubs withers in the head too it is strange how the plot changes from springfield needs to improve his image to mr burns needs to improve his image
3: yes halfway through mr burns just shoves himself into it but for the the better they know mr burns makes every script better and probably they were like thirsty as writers they were thirsty for mr burns They're like i miss writing mr burns even duke isn't the
2: same
4: Yep. he gets a different musical sting than usually. He gets a yeah. Darth Vader theme.
2: He does get the Imperial March. It's happened before, and that's what? that's that's what reminds me of old people coming back to their show because the joke happened way earlier on, but less. This is a way more bombastic version. <laughs> it's quite. It's quite. Mm. I, and I like his easy. That he just throws out there,
3: oh, yeah, I made bombs for the Nazis. They worked. <laughs> they worked, <Yeah>. damn it. <laughs> the, I, I had lots of American industrialists worked with the Nazis before they were officially our enemies.
4: yeah, That's true. Yeah. Do we have Look to explain? Look up phantom yeah. There's lots Bayer, of words we could say. Bayer yeah. aspirin. Ooh. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Do we have to explain f- the thing from Schindler's List that there's a point where, you know, he's got basically uh, his concentration camp slave labor in his factory mm-hmm. and he's, you know, I mean, he's trying to keep them safe. Yeah, but if you're on
2: Schindler's List, you're not going to die in a gas you know, chamber. But
4: yeah, but they got to keep working at this factory and they're making munitions. And, and at least in the movie, he keeps recalibrating the machine secretly so that the shells aren't good. The idea being like, these people are, you're asking these people to make the bullets that are going to kill them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's... But Mr. Burns doesn't fall for that shit. And he probably yeah. used slave labor, too. <laughs> guess...
2: Your Schindler's list is pretty good.
3: It's have I a... <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, they also stick with the continuity that Jay. So, Jay's at dinner. I kind of wish Jay and. And Homer's stomachs actually talked to each other. Then we got no. to hear the, yeah.
0: the snagglepuss voice that Jay's stomach has. <laughs> but uh, there is some credit continuity in this scene Yeah. the table. Mm-hmm. Jay does have two Pulitzers. The, yeah. the episode Eye on the Prize, he gets a Pulitzer in, I believe, the 70s or the 80s. And then he gets another one in that episode for yeah. something. We don't actually hear the, oh, wait, no, it's no. The, no. the movie stinks. Just, Just don't, don't go. go. We don't know what the first Pulitzer was and for. And it, it yeah.
2: highlighted why I like Jay Sherman is a lot like Homer. With the mm. exception of the respect of his peers?
0: Well, he is smart yeah, not good at what he does. It, he's, he's, a, he's a food monster, but he's also very
2: he's, smart and erudite. He's diets an ugly, and... fat loser, yeah. but he's still different than Homer. But boy, can he sing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: also, also not a drunkard, too. Uh, it's also weird to be him showing off to the family that much, I think. Jay has the Maurice Lamarch belch. Mm-hmm. Which we would hear later in the episode. But I think it's, it's, I feel so bad for Homer that Bart literally gives him Homer's award for best <laughs> belch. It's yeah, like,
4: oh, it's poor The Homer. one thing he had. Yeah.
0: He, they, li- they give it away. There's and, like a weird C plot in this episode about Marge possibly leaving Homer for Jay. There's a, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yes. there's... I'm not saying it's a bad episode. I'm just saying it's kind of mixed up in what it wants it's to pretty
3: do. Pretty mangled. And I do like that, much like Artie Ziff, uh, Jay Sherman is into Marge's sisters. <laughs>
5: So then I said to Woody Allen, well, Camus can do, but Sartre is (laughs) Smartra. So original. (laughs) (laughs) Droll.
1: Yeah, well, Scooby-Doo can do-do, but Jimmy Carter is smarter. (laughs) Okay, Sherman, you're a movie
5: expert. So tell us, who's gay? Oh, I don't know. Harvey Feierstein. No. Okay.
9: <laughs>
2: her, her incredulousness at in Harvey Firestein, the most not, gay person yeah, in the world. I, I did not get that in a, as a kid. He's in yeah. the only notable movie I can think that he's in is Mrs. Doubtfire, but he's in the second season of Independence Day, Chris. And he's murdered in Independence Day yeah. by a giant fireball. That's but I, right, was yeah. he a, was he one of the first out? He actors? was
3: quite out yeah. for a long time and then he was I think he was most famous at first for the He... he he rose to fame on Broadway for the Torch Song Trilogy which was right. one of the very few openly gay plays on Broadway at the time but it the, was yeah, quite the, a big deal
2: that's the joke of this and it's yeah. still really funny that's like that's the one person everybody knows is gay yeah. <laughs> no no
3: <laughs> there i remember he, there was a people joking that when he was cast in a recent ish production of Fiddler on the Roof that they said mm-hmm. This has to be the first time he's ever played a straight man in, a world. <laughs> in
2: anything. So, so, Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack.
0: Homer tells uh, Jay to tell Patty and Selma that MacGyver is gay, which mm. is. They're still carrying the torch for MacGyver. MacGyver's been off the air for at least three years. Yeah, this joke that joke sucks. They but no, they said MacGyver, not Richard Dean Anderson. It's a very gay. important legal issue that they say MacGyver is gay. The oh, character it's an, it's, MacGyver. It's an invention gone wrong. Yes, <laughs> yeah,
3: but, but I can't it. Though I disagree with Jay. I prefer Camus to Sartre. I think that Camus mm. has more emotion and humanism to his work, while I think Sartre is is more clinical and removed. Who wrote the his. Plague?
0: Is that Camus? Yes. That okay, is, I like
2: him.
3: Yeah, he. I also. So, uh, the stranger is my favorite. Want to knock which... all of your books out of your right now, <laughs> Albert Camus? The Stranger. You guys should read it. I, look, I'm. I this
4: guy was just screaming about the Flintstones meet the <laughs> Jetsons. <That's it. laughs> we contain multitudes. What about People? Eudora
3: Welty? I mean, well, though. If you guys really want to get into this existentialism, I suggest Franz Kafka's work. He is my favorite existentialist. Uh, yeah. Probably because he has the most father
2: issues. I like in the Peanuts. Nuts, mm. it. it is yeah, my yeah. favorite existential cartoon in the universe. It is,
3: it is. Yeah. Why yeah. do we
2: bother doing anything? <laughs> do it, it? it just it. ends in failure.
3: <laughs> Sartre's, <Jesus>. no, <laughs> Sartre's most famous work, Jean-Paul Sartre's most famous work, I would say, is No Exit yep. is his most famous. So check that which is Hell is Other People is the answer to
0: that. It's true. And mm-hmm. uh, Eudora Welty is a Pulitzer Prize winning Novelist. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I studied literature for a long time, but I never read her. But unfortunately, whenever I see her in the library or the bookstore, I think of that belch. Yeah, <laughs> she's scarred forever. It's, is it needlessly mean? Well, <laughs> the joke
3: is that she is... I just don't know anything about her personally. She is a very thin Southern woman who was born in 1909. Yeah. So she was... the. <laughs> The joke is to conjure an elderly woman belching at that level is funny. It's funny. It is a funny visual. She and that she,
0: day, Jay is, is dating her, and Krusty yes. dates her later. Yeah, <laughs> I just
2: didn't know if she was like you know America's Rose or some shit like that. No, but she. I, even, I only checked to see if any of her books were made, made into movies. I suck at this kind of research. I would think.
3: <laughs> I would think they just looked at a list of every Pulitzer Prize winner mm. and just found the funniest ah. one. They're like, mm. well. Like which she did win a Pulitzer for her book in 1973. The
0: Optimist's Daughter. I wrote yes. that part down. Also, Eudora Welty is a funny name. It's a funny name. Yeah. It's the funniest name they could pull. And yes. I'm on
3: Homer's side too. Jimmy Carter is better than Scooby Doo. <laughs> and Scooby Doo can do do. <laughs> but that him doing Harvey Firestein was only because John Lovitz played Harvey Firestein on SNL in. Uh, Somewhat homophobic sketch now. Is it the Harvey Firestein show? Yes. Yeah. Just want to be loved, it's that so rule. You oh. let
2: <laughs> closeted John Lovitz play whatever gay he <laughs> likes on stage.
3: Yeah. He's got quite the young uh, <laughs> girlfriend. Does he? Wife. Many beautiful ladies. Yeah. I wear many beards. <laughs> <laughs> he also owns a comedy store now. I think now, that's which over. Is, oh, is I it?
2: looked up. It, it might have been it in like Scandal. Who well, knows? it's just so weird because it's like, you're not a stand-up. You're an actor. Dude, dude. I, was, I was there at Universal Studios... When the Simpsons opened up, and yes, the John Lovitz Comedy Club, and it's like there's certain faces you don't want to plaster in LED lights like the size of two stories, and it's just like, could you have dressed them up a little bit? It's just like <laughs> an open shirt, smile, I, uh, sixteen chins.
3: I haven't been to that one, but I have been to the Brad Garrett Comedy Club <laughs> in Vegas. It's Very funny. The, right, they they advertise just like Brad Garrett could drop in. You <laughs> never know. Like man, do all that stand up we know for. Brad Garrett, yes. <laughs>
2: I like the animation of him hanging oh, no, from Diana's his underwear, too. Sorry, <laughs> Bob John and Diana sang.
1: <laughs>
3: then we get another hot dog song, which lets John Lovett sing, as mm-hmm. he's so good at it. He
0: needs to sing in every episode he's in.
1: Yeah, Marge, do you respect my intelligence? Yes! Okay! <laughs> Wait a minute. Why did it take you so long to say yes? No reason. For- okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you humoring me? Yes. Okay. Wait a minute. That's bad. <laughs> Look, I know I'm not witty like that critic guy, but does he know all the words to the Oscar Mayer song? Oh,
5: I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. That, that is what I truly like to be. Because <laughs> if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener... Everyone would be in love with me.
0: So, uh, two things. One is a allergy to Mike Reese trademark. It is padding out the show with a joke that takes a long time. In this case, it's worth it. It's not floating heads around a character. Yeah. Second thing, this is their second stab at the 1960s Wiener Wars. That's true. In, uh, in the episode Lady Bouvier's Lover, we had the Armor Hot Dog song. In this episode, we have the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. And yes they invented these songs to fight each other in the wiener wow. wars of the 60s. These
4: were diss tracks?
0: These were diss tracks. Oh well, my God. kind <laughs> of. It was like, we can make the better wiener anthem, sir. Oh, I'd
4: love to be an Oscar
10: wiener. That is what I truly like to be. Because if I were an Oscar wiener, everyone would be in love with me. A big parade is so inspiring. Oh, I'm glad I'm not wiener. What? It's like Millhouse. That yeah. is what I never wanna be. Cause if I were Oscar Mayer Wiener, in trouble. There would soon be nothing left
4: of me. Oh, I love to oh, be oh, forced God. conformity. Yeah.
0: So uh, that's the '50s for you. You didn't see this at home, everybody. But he was almost about to get lynched. Yes, and that for, kid, yeah, that he's okay now.
2: That
3: kid's dead for <laughs> daring to doubt being an Oscar. Killed Meyer by wiener. his
0: hot dog choice. But oh, he was the right. If he in were
3: there. an
2: Oscar Mayer wiener, he'd be eaten. It's I've never mm-hmm. seen anybody who wish they wanted to be the product. I'm, yes, and yeah. why do why do we know that? Did, was this song Jingle Still they, Going? It was in around 80s. in the 80s and 90s, okay.
3: too. Yeah, but well, I, I knew it because the Wienermobile returned in my childhood. My mom was a big fan of the Wienermobile. Oh, yeah, the Wienermobile. Oh, and annoying. the Wiener whistle. Bet she was. Oh, right. All <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, right.
0: My <laughs> question is, where are the tough kids eating armor nothing. hot dogs to get that kid's back? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's uh-huh. true. They should have had his back. He is right. one of the sissy kids who loves armor hot dogs. <laughs> You're right. I'm yeah. now more of a Nathan's guy. Uh-huh. Right. Or Hebrew National.
4: Hell yeah. Beef. <laughs> All beef, Cause, baby. Because, you know, pork, you can't eat it, not even with a fork. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I that eat fake a great, hot dogs. Great, f- a great callback, ah, you see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about your rampant vegetarianism in the next episode. Uh, humorless vegetarianism. Humorless, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's also when Homer cuts out a, a lock of Marge's hair, which really is a carpet sample. Like It's a huge <laughs> chunk yeah. of her hair. So
0: in this episode in Lisa's wedding, Homer eats an entire suckling pig. And there's a lock of Marge's hair featured as a plot point. Yes. <laughs> a very true. minor plot point.
3: Yeah. That that amount of hair actually reminds me of the hair running off of her body in Simpsons Excafragilisticella
0: Fragilistic. <laughs> you know. Or when, uh, I forget episode it's in, where Homer is uh, trimming the bushes and he cuts off a big yeah, chunk of Marge's hair. The front. The front yeah. yeah. No wonder I couldn't remember it. They did more
3: jokes about her hair back then. Uh, then we get, uh, I didn't collect that one, but we get a quick set of clips of the people auditioning to be... Uh, Burns and it is so critical, very critical. Like,
0: like Shatner appears. Simpsons in his... would
3: never do a Shatner. Well, in they actually, his Star had, Trek but... outfit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but which one is that? Like Generation? It, it looks like from like, one of the movies. Yeah, one yeah. of the eighties movies. It's the late movies ones, like it's the four, six. five, six, because they had to get them as the could oh,
2: hide girdles. back. great fan... a great movie by the way. Yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. this this it somehow is the most seventies they ever looked, mm-hmm. including the time they made a movie in the seventies. Well, there's
3: <laughs> a reason they had to add belts to it because like they got older. They got <laughs> Older, fatter, it's they the, but to it's keep like it. the, the
2: Santa frill stuff on yeah. the shoulders that, <laughs> like, piping or whatever. Yeah, it like to, pipe cleaners. Well, when you to compare
3: it. it to the suits for that at the then current next generation. Mm. Those were full body jumpsuits oh, yeah. with clean lines, like you. We're just had just sexy like, people in there. Yeah, you could yeah. not be fat in those. Mm-hmm. You had to be in good shape, or it would show. Well, you work behind
0: the bar, whooping The one, the, one <laughs> this, the one thing that saves this The uh, one thing that saves this little montage is when we're saying exactly. exactly. That's another meme that might be just for me. I, I think that, that all the time. Exactly. <laughs> <I do. laughs>
3: and and I like that it convinces Burns that he has to play himself, which is what he wanted to
0: do. for Yes. Me. Yep.
3: The Hibbert Rocky Horror bit is a little odd, but I did like it as a kid just because it was once it was right around when I discovered Rocky Horror through reruns on Comedy Central, which it is one of my favorite. Dude, uh, I've still, musicals. never seen it. Really, oh, I've never seen used to it. To play the soundtrack and, all the time.
4: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh no! I, lo- I love I loved the idea of I mean Hibbert like the squarest guy ever being dressed up as <laughs> as Frank and Furter, and that they brought that joke back like two years ago.
2: No For adult
4: Halloween Wasn't it I, 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 I thought exactly dressed But someone. he is He's, he's yeah. dressed
2: in like Almost like Sean Connery From Zardoz But oh. I think he's just A, a generic devil Oh okay oh, all right. That's that's right. Just, I it,
4: thought someone Was dressed as It Frank was Hibbert it, was, it is Well yeah? it's, he's
2: dressed He has He has oh. on a, le, a Red leather thong Right
4: and, no So and, he's dressed as Zardoz Not as Frank It's Infurter.
2: just uh, a or, generic devil I ah. think they were all Just supposed to be sexy the, the, yeah, But you've seen
0: Hibbert's upper thigh More than once I mean at the Do what you feel festival Doesn't he snap Wiggum's undies Wearing very, they're like, both no yeah. no.
3: That's in crusty gets canceled. Oh, they're both wearing undies. Okay. As inspired by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I but see. Uh, though You're the times the only characters, uh, the only costumes I remember from Adult Halloween is the couple's costume of the Van Houtens, where Llewellyn no Luann, I say it wrong every time. <laughs> Luann Van Houten, she's dressed as a squirrel, and Kirk is completely nude except for a giant uh acorn covering his genitals. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Boy, that's really risque." Everybody sees your butt. Uh, all right, but then we get uh, we get to see everybody's films, which I I like all three of the. Oh, so uh, here's the films. thing
0: the the title parody has nothing to do with the actual movie. Yeah. They're completely unrelated yeah. in every yep. case, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. Well, they can do like two jokes, I guess, two kind of mm-hmm. movie parodies, which is what they did on the show. It feels like they burned
2: off some <laughs> shitty episode titles from late for later <laughs> yeah. seasons. and the critic, they always thought it always
3: felt like they thought of the title of the movie first, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, I guess we got to do a uh, minute."
6: Oh, a
2: mad TV joke. Yeah, exactly.
6: Help! Help, police! Hey, I
10: got problems of my
5: own right now. Oh boy, this is gonna get worse before it gets better. Next, we have Mo the bartender in Mo Better Booze.
10: Mommy gets you one more round. Drink it down, you stupid clown. Mommy gets you one more round, and you're out on your (laughs) ass. Whoa! Ah, my back! (laughs)
5: Hans Moleman Productions presents Man Getting Hit
10: by Football. Ooh. <laughs> this contest is
1: over. Give uh. that man the $10,000.
5: This isn't America's funniest home videos.
1: But the ball. It's groin ah, It works at so many levels <laughs> <laughs> Roll it again yeah.
0: That's another line uh, I hear all the time It, it works, works in so many levels so many I never heard that, that. Definitely yeah. never heard that until this episode So we should dig um, into the movie references Diana, I think you should go uh, all right, take over here So Bright
4: Lights Beef Jerky Yes. Uh, the first ones is uh, based on Bright Lights Big City Starring uh, Matthew J. Fox.
0: Yes, I had never heard of this movie until now. I've heard the phrase oh. "Bright Lights, Big City," but I just watched the trailer for the first time like yesterday. I'm like, "Oh, this is a movie. I had no yes. idea." Most Michael J. Fox
3: movies are forgotten if they're not Back to the Future. It seemed
0: like a Brett Easton Ellis kind of story almost. Yeah,
4: I think it is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mo Better Boo. Oh wait, one second. I oh. want to
0: say that the actual movie feels like it's referencing clerks in some way where clerks was the year before wow. this be yeah. black and white convenience store yeah, story it, the simpsons would have had the writers would have had to be at sundance um, <laughs> yeah. sex
3: lies in videotape maybe Other maybe black um, and white films filmed that cheaply but i think more it was just i think it was implying the only way apu could make a film is is
0: by with, using yeah, his, yeah. maybe it his his was too late security for it, cameras yeah, yeah. Or too
4: early. All but, right, so Mo Better Booze. Uh, the title's Mo Better Blues, the oh, Spike Jones film. Spike Lee. <laughs> Spike Lee. God damn it. <laughs> I always do joints. that. Yes. Spike, Spike Lee Joint.
2: So, when everybody forgets about, it, in between Do the Right Thing and Malcolm X. But yeah. it's got Wesley Snipes and, mm. and Denzel Washington. That is mm. the music mm. one of It me. is, yes. I guess. Yeah.
4: Right. Mm. And obviously, the, the way Mo looks and the singing and dancing is cabaret. Yes. Right, and we have the clip. Very Joel specifically, the, the money song. You stupid clown? Yes.
10: Money. Money makes the world go around, the world go around, the world go around. Money makes the world go around, it makes the world go round. A marker, yen, a buck or a pound, a marker, a pound, a buck or a pound, pound. is that makes the world go around. A clinking, clanging sound can make the world go round.
0: Yes. there you go I love that uh, film I love great that film movie. so much so
4: it's, there's uh, something about a man wearing a lot of rouge that's just off-putting yeah
2: that it too? comes real close to kissing a woman especially, especially on a <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: so yeah he's he's clearly the Joel gray which by the way Joel gray only came out recently it's like uh, <laughs> what yeah well he he has he's had heterosexual relationships before he is, he is the father of Jennifer dancing gray. Jennifer gray Oh, dancing see so he had had women in his life for even though everybody's like dude you gay but he he his coming <laughs> out thing was basically him <laughs> saying like I now choose to live as a gay man it's type spectrum. thing which, mm-hmm. yeah. which he said before yeah it is a spectrum but so but he says he's officially gay now. Mm, so which that's, is good,
2: because the clip you just showed me is the gayest thing I've seen in uh-huh. any monitor in this room in a long time.
3: Cabaret mm. is a very gay film. <laughs> yes, well, actually, yeah. it's a very bi film. Yeah, I don't want yeah, to do bi erasure on it, because the lead character in it really is like bi.
2: Copping using gay for camp, because that is like the fucking campiest thing. I've, oh, yeah. ever, Excruciatingly campy thing I've but, ever seen. I have not it's, seen this movie.
3: But it is also about mm. the rise of Nazism, too. And how I it just kind of sneaks by... The,
4: not in that clip. Not in that
3: clip. <laughs> uh-huh. His song about uh, the song about the ape that uh, that's very much about a- it, anti-Semitism. And
4: anyway, so man getting hit by football. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about I something. I love happening. I love the old-timey piano leading into it. Like yes. it's a silent film.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. And...
3: Except it is, and You hear his groaning.
4: Except for the. That little boink noise. I that love that noise. noise
2: is the best. It's not used at any other point in The Simpsons.
0: Yeah. And I think uh, America's Money Zone Videos was inescapably like the number one show for ever, even this time. It. Is it
2: still on TV? Yeah. Yes. As AFB, It's, it's wow. hosted by Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Taking over for, uh, Jesus, what's his name? Tom. Tom. What's... Fugle? Tom, no. Fugle mm-hmm. Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron, um, And yeah. I'll, I'll, I have to come out here, speaking of cabaret. I'll come yeah. out right now. America's Funniest Home Videos, it's like Facebook videos, the show. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's on every time I go to my parents' house. and like It predicted the internet. It did. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It's funnier than almost any. It has a better laugh quotient than any show on television. I know no one respects it, and that's fine.
3: And some of our favorite MST3K writers finally got to
2: make money <laughs> by working on this it's show. It's true. And, and I think it was, it was popular. And I... They, like what other network puts something on at 7 p.m.? Like that mm-hmm. show's been on yeah, at 7 p.m. for two yeah.
0: decades, and I don't think Fox still puts anything on at 7 p.m. Mm. One of the greatest Big Bang Theory in my town. One of the most heartfelt and sincere opening songs ever. <laughs> your red, white, and blue.
3: <laughs> the funny things you do.
0: Stories from your friends <laughs> next door. They uh, held told. the mirror up to America, and we did not <laughs> like <laughs> what we saw. Uh,
3: I like uh, that Barney can't remember he made a movie in the yes, sin, since, since after he said he made a movie. Uh, yeah.
0: Unfortunately, titled Pucahontas <laughs> That joke sucks. It I does don't like suck. It's
3: bad. You can tell it was a rewrite, too. We yeah. we mention this all the time on Talking Critic, how it's like, Gene and Race needed to just have more faith in their first draft, because every time they redo it, you're like, this joke can't be funnier than the one you replaced it with, because this is not funny. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yes, here's Barney's film.
8: My name is Barney Gumble. I'm 40, I'm single, and I drink. There's a line in a fellow about a drinker, now a sensible man, by and by a fool, presently a beast. That pretty well covers it. <laughs>
10: Brilliant, savagely honest, tender. He has the soul of a
8: poet. You're very kind. Excuse me, did something crawl down your throat and die? It didn't die. (laughs) My name is Barney, and I'm an alcoholic. Mr. Gumble, this is a
10: Girl Scout meeting.
8: Is it? Or is it that you girls can't admit you have a problem? (laughs) Don't cry for me. I'm already dead. Okay. that's the first Aww. time i
3: recognized that was a bottle opening over the fi- uh, the f- the, fitting oh, yeah. at the end of the movie i say that
0: last line all the time <laughs> uh, <I> lo- <laughs> that definitely got <laughs> memefied. i like that one a lot yeah. one but... thing i noticed for the first time is that i remember in uh, boy scouts in the hood they couldn't say boy scout they had to say junior campers yep. but in mm. this episode they do say girl scouts so maybe there was less uh, of a fear of uh litigation i guess or whatever. They, they, the joke's they, not on the girl scouts yeah maybe.
4: they're not making it look Bad. Yeah, the tra- dis- is the bad one, yeah. Yeah, yeah I and guess.
3: I, and I like design wise, you could tell it was a church basement, which is where <laughs> AA meetings yeah. often take place. Or
2: improv sessions. Yes.
3: Well, we did our <laughs> improv sessions in a newspaper. In the basement. hollowed out husk uh, of the
2: San Francisco Chronicle, yeah. Yeah. which literally had a course to teach civilians how to use WordPress. Yep. We oh. yeah, had the Chronicle oh. building. Oh. It was amazing. Like, somebody's yeah. got to do it. That could not have uh, been s- uh,
3: s- more salt than a wound. We got to see the newspapers <laughs> dying in front of us. But the, visually, it's very inspired by Quan Squatzee, uh, among mm-hmm. other, and a uh, Calvin Klein commercial. Yeah. Well, yeah. the, the time lapse of the clouds okay. is very Quan. <laughs> on a squat scene, Not the Kionis- me- scene. Oh, life out of balance <laughs> and that the, though the music is from Madame
0: butterfly
4: yeah that's unbel d the famous aria, aria from puccini's Madame butterfly
0: just about and to say the that. animation is beautiful i think Susie Dieter <laughs> said this is the proudest she's ever been of anything she's done yeah, uh, yeah. at least in 2004 whenever no, dvds came out dude they have every right to be this yeah. shit rules and
2: you know it wasn't easy now, it's fun, to watch. It's really fun to watch
3: elderly barney too on mm. it is just like it. There's like a line on his neck, which you could say is a mistake, but it's like, no, maybe put on a mask for this. Like, yeah. that was his makeup.
0: But you could tell they weren't confident enough to show the entire short. They have to cut away to Barney to have a joke yes. and then continue yeah. with the very serious short. They
3: didn't have the balls to not have a joke for that long. I think
2: there's some groaner jokes in there saved by Danny his performance. As Barney, as usual, can't admit you have a problem. That joke sucks, <laughs> yes. but that line is amazing. Also, that he admits, like, oh, something did crawl down my throat. It
3: continues to (laughs) live. Great. (laughs) Whatever.
4: Uh, He sounds (laughs) kind of... He says a little offended that you let that thing die. (laughs) No, it didn't. It didn't
3: die. He's a good owner of it. So... I also like in shows where they have to tell you that the audience either likes or doesn't like something just so you know, it's supposed to be good. So everybody applauds. It's also a nice little low key joke that Homer misses the movie, but because he's getting a beer, he yes. comes in holding mm-hmm. a beer. And uh, that's when we find out there's only one film left, which oh is boy. also full of stuff. I, I cut the very beginning gag with Mexico just cause I didn't want the clip to be like 90 seconds long, <laughs> but I do love the gag that Burns is celebrating that Mexico would well, he's like Mexico would celebrate me bringing jobs here and taking them away from American workers, yep. and also the intro is very it's it's the overture to
0: Ben Hur. Is not is it? Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. They said on the uh, commentary the title card is a parody of uh, uh, Agony
4: and the Ecstasy. Agony
0: in Ecstasy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
4: The title card is total Agony and the Ecstasy. Which is about uh, Michelangelo. Wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Michelangelo. It's about uh,
0: paint dropping dude.
3: into Charlton Heston's eyes.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that it burns for all. Seasons, obviously, man for all seasons, which mm-hmm. is a great movie, and everyone should watch.
1: Pure right, egotism. egotism. Self
6: indulgent tripe. I don't care what they say, I'm going to win this festival.
9: Uh,
6: uh. Drink up, Judah Ben Hur. You truly are the king of kings. <laughs> Excellent.
9: <laughs>
6: Smithies, are they booing me? Nah, no, they're saying boo urns, oh. boo Are you saying boo or boo
0: <laughs> I was saying boo urns. <laughs> Another meme. A live, line of the show number two. Please. All right, real. I'll give on. it through. Come real. on, I think of that every day. Real. That's, that's- a joke it could have just stopped with something saying they were saying boo Earns, yes. but then woolman yeah. was inexplicably saying boo Earns. <laughs> he really was boo earns. I, I, I was i feel like i was rem- remembered
2: waiting to hate that joke and just mm. the tag at the end i love it, it really so
3: much that mm. i was saying boo Earns. everyone says it all the time in, in my life it is mm. such a memeified thing so that First, I did like the ET scene because they animate how Alien Burns actually is. Yeah, when he's like standing in the Walking yeah. around with his arms up in T Rex style and silhouettes. You love. Like, yes. <laughs> But secondly, then, yeah, we get kind of it is a it is a scene from Ben Hur, though the line I didn't get the clip from Ben Hur because it really is just silent. It yeah. is yeah. Yeah. uh Ben Hur has been refused water, he's been turned into a slave,
2: he's been ju- refused I, water all day. I just watched this movie. And Christ yeah. gives him water.
4: Right. Not not the, a plastic water bottle though, yes. as it is
2: in the movie. That's great, yeah. <laughs> I, love that. I love that extra <laughs> it's thing. A tiny little detail. He meets Christ earlier in the movie. Yeah. Uh and I thought it was a reference to King of Kings, which has the the distinction of being the only movie my father has ever like bought himself on VHS. Mm-hmm. No idea why. No. It's not even though I, that's the first movie to ever show Jesus Christ's face because yes. it's, still, oh. it's still an over shoulder oh, wow. shot in the sequence. In an English-speaking U.S. Movie. they yeah. treated him very like Muhammad in all yeah. of the, all these billion movies about the fucking Bible. I love that I got to say fucking Bible in 2017, <laughs> but, uh, but I just watched Ben-Hur because it was on TCM, but also because, how the fuck do you remake this movie? I was going to say, we all forgot
0: as a society that they remade ben They Ben-Hur. remade Ben-Hur
2: It got
4: its own
0: Xbox it, game.
4: Technically, the Charlton Heston one's a remake. Oh, it, it is. is. Yeah. yeah. But the movie... They've done it three times. The
0: end of the movie is Jesus
2: H. Christ. Yep. How do you do that in 2017? Because that that is the end of the film. The- yeah. Well, they probably hope to market it to Christians and they get their Christians. They, they did.
3: They, they really. They I'm positive that they an excised an action movie. All that shit. They should have at least. If you market it to Christians, then they feel it's their duty to see it to support uh, it righteous been,
2: filmmaking. Yeah, like Passion Two, Ben exactly. Hur style. That would have been yeah. great to see them destroying 4K copies of Ben Hur. But well, the uh, so
0: speaking of the Passion, <laughs> yeah, the the Hestons uh, the. The Hartman doing Heston, truly you Dude, are the king which of Which
2: is kings. the only appearance of Hartman yes. in this I, episode. I was sure he did some other voice, and he did not. That he is does the not, shortest appearance of Phil Hartman uh, in so any one, Simpsons two episode. Two
0: things. There's a very uncomfortable moment on the commentary where Lovis is like, I love it. Uh, Hartman stole that impression from me. And, <laughs> and then and then um, they're arguing about it. He's like, if I'm wrong, may he walk in the room right now. May <laughs> <laughs> he walk Aww. in the room and deny yes, it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but the line is actually a misremembered line from the yes. greatest story ever told. Right. It's, right. it's uh, John Wayne saying it. So let's hear it.
4: Is John Wayne's cameo?
0: Truly, this man was the son of God.
3: Why would he feel that after just watching him die on the cross? He hasn't been resurrected yet.
0: That did it. I get well. God is making it rain
3: because of
4: yeah. Yeah, uh, Greatest story ever told is not an especially good version of the Jesus uh, story and all that, but. You like the
2: R-rated Mel Gibson cut?
4: Well, mostly because there's like distracting cameos like that. Like There's a lot of, I mean, maybe they're less distracting now if you don't know who these people are, but (laughs) I mean, when John Wayne walks up dressed as a centurion and there's this big moment of like, he's on the cross and Father, why have you forsaken me? And then fucking John Wayne rolls up in fucking Roman gear. You're like, wait, what?
0: This is like the mad, 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 mad world of biblical (laughs) epics. (laughs) Why are the three stooges stabbing Jesus? (laughs) Put me in a movie with Jesus or I'm going to get a new agent. Okay. It would be like if George
3: Clooney or Matt Damon just shows up in a film now that they weren't even advertised for. Yeah,
2: it'd you know, be like, wait, a cameo. what? Yeah, they only do that on Jimmy Kimmel segments.
3: Well, and especially you're supposed to be feeling, <laughs> I would think the filmmakers want you to be feeling a lot of things in that moment that aren't related to like, wow, that's John Wayne. Yes. They want you to be feeling uh, the
0: sacrifice of Christ for your soul. Oh, man, I like Tondo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go watch that, honey. Man, we Laser Time Network <laughs> is
2: the king of Hondo references. We own that. My, shit. I only know it because Al Bundy yeah, wanted to Bundy, watch Hondo. I only
3: watch because, it and it's like le- it's okay, Wayne. It's yeah. like lesser Wayne,
2: but the I don't remember which podcast, but I have a long story about fucking Hondo somewhere. <laughs> <in summer. laughs> Jesus, my favorite Christ movie. Well, oh my God, no! I don't
4: Do
2: you know, know prob-
4: how long we are only, running. I
2: just have to say that for animation fans. Let me read fans, the
4: Book of Matthew for everyone, just a second. She, we'll I was have more this
0: run of a, a Luke longer.
2: man. I was in a movie theater, and sometime this Christmas, they're going to sneak in a cheapy cgi animated comedy star studded all about the manger the manger animals in yep. the birth of jesus yep. I've, I've heard nothing it's, about this oh. but it's called the star mm. and i'm oh so fascinated uh,
3: anyway sorry yes boo earns, boo earns everyone <laughs> i i loved too that burns thinks that it would be fine to recast himself as christ anyway, <laughs> That, he, oh, that he was jesus christ uh but okay but it seems like uh, they're in a bit of a deadlock in uh in the voting for this
1: well i vote for burns's movie me too. Now let's get going. I got a date with Eudora
5: Welty. Coming, Eudora.
6: <laughs> Excellent. Bribing those two judges has paid off, just as it did during the Miss Teen America pageant.
5: How can you vote for Burns's movie? Let's just say it moved me to a bigger house. <laughs> <laughs> say the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. Oh
0: dear. Oh god, I think of that line whenever someone is obviously bribes. Like, oh, that yeah. moved him to a bigger <laughs> house. Yeah. I, I use that quite a bit, and if uh, I'm
2: not going to make any arguments, but that's my favorite line of this episode. Yeah. That I forget every day is from this episode. Uh, no idea.
4: Can I have a new complaint. We never mm. got to see Tommy Toon as Smithers. Yeah, that's, true, that's yeah.
3: We totally even missed that. Uh, did, yes, I
4: was wondering because there's a big cast list did you guys go through to pause the cast no list? i
3: did not I, I, right. I looked at a couple it was just random names it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of jokes yeah i looked at a yeah. list online
4: all right but, but yeah sure
2: the four season of arrested development was yeah. that yes time? Yeah. he's
3: oh, damn it lucille, lucille Ostero's brother mm-hmm. yes yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, head of austerity but he loves musicals and the joke is that tommy toon is gay get it he would yeah. be playing smithers he Just was in smithers.
4: lots and lots of musicals i love
3: tommy toon but the but also yes the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet i think of that is anytime somebody fails to wink that they were paid off for something or that they have an ulterior motive i've been seeing that a lot too of people saying like when they get a quote from say mitch mcconnell saying mm-hmm. well if we don't vote for this then we won't get to uh, pick our supreme court justice or we won't get to kill the aca and then they go like you're saying the quiet part loud and the loud <laughs> part quieter guys you you could at least hide this from us a little bit. uh and then homer is just addicted with football and the growing 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 not growing <laughs> yes they, and then we also get another critic stable making fun of rex reed usually yep. in a somewhat gay way yeah the, the
0: rex thermometer yes yep.
3: the implication that rex reed only is on the jury because he slept with the head of the film festival which would imply he's sleeping with men which is because rex reed is gay
4: really there isn't a lot of women in power in the film industry i don't think
0: so <laughs> I think recent events have shown us no so,
4: <laughs>
3: but the i also though the commentary on this too is like it's. I learned very little about the making of this episode because John Lovett is constantly calling Al, Gene, and Mike Reese gay. Hey, and yeah. just constantly saying, <laughs> Everyone but me. That's how it the uh-huh. And there's a couple... Hey, look
4: over there. <laughs> Your shoe's untied.
3: And there's a couple long stretches of silence where then you later hear Gene say, well... John was singing earlier, and that reminds me of when he sang when we recorded this. I was like, oh, they had to cut out him singing because, like, you can't sing on the commentary. We'd have to pay for it. Yeah,
0: mm. or we're singing a song about Algina Mike being <laughs> gay. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: but so then Homer finally watches Barney's movie.
1: Mm, Barney's movie had heart, but football in the groin had a football in the groin.
8: Don't cry for me. I'm already dead.
1: Wow. I'll never drink another beer. Beer here. I'll take
0: ten.
4: <laughs> I learned
0: all... nothing from uh, that movie. And
4: I love that there's a the baseball beer concession guy just <laughs> yeah, wandering around festival.
0: this Shouting empty the theater. theater. Yeah. If only. Jesus. Well, a,
3: it could be the same hot dog guy that's following him around in Round Springfield, the yeah. next episode of The Maybe put
0: my kids to college. That could be an early Alamo draft house. <laughs> nah,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't shout. Be ahead. Yeah, I
0: said it's an early one. They had to work out the kinks.
2: <laughs> yeah, they duck around like like magician's assistants.
3: I also the... think about that though with reviewing too. Like, well, this had this, but football and growing had football and growing. <laughs> Uh, but yes They then announced the way, Well the first we get A Itchy and Scratchy short Which I love it I, I love the it. bomb yeah. children <laughs> The implication That not only Did Scratchy have sex With a pile of dynamite But that it was able To procreate like, <laughs> That he was able And I guess The four funerals Would be Scratchy Itchy And his two bomb children Would have to Explode eventually Thus making it Four funerals And a wedding One wedding It works out As the title
0: It, it The math checks out Here and it's folks. a parody Of a famous movie yeah, That's true <laughs> Yes.
3: Patton. Uh, so, yeah, Patton, of course. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why I was in front of a giant flag <laughs> the whole time. The winner
5: of the grand prize, Barney Gumbo.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Only you voted for the right movie. I'm glad you were on the jury.
1: <clears throat> oh, you know something, Marge? It's not that tough being a film cricket. <laughs> <laughs>
8: I've learned I have a gift to share with the world. From now on, there'll be a new Barnard Gumble, hardworking, working, clean and sober.
1: Congratulations, Barney, and enjoy your grand prize, a lifetime supply of duff beer. Ah! Just took it to my veins!
0: And they dutifully do that. Yeah, they're ready for it. Okay, another uh, another line that is yep. a meme. Hook it to my veins whenever like a new game comes out or a new like podcast comes out I or know. anything you want. Really want to get into and leave the world and for If it. you
3: want it. You're just like, Pull- just hook it to my veins. Although <laughs> I think
0: Barney went through his lifetime supply. The next season we'll uh, we see the Barney guarding job. Yeah, you know, wait, because wait, he's wait, going yeah. to uh, suck all the beer out of most taps. Clearly that lifetime supply. But by the
3: way, don't put beer in your veins. You will die. You will. You will die. All those bubbles. Yes air in your veins kills you as homer would reveal in uh, the ritalin episode brother's little helper yes yeah, yeah. wait there was only air in my syringe. oh ah, just took it to my veins also i just love the film the cricket the film yeah. cricket it's not
4: hard being a film, <laughs> film cricket. cricket
3: then they say their farewells where bart represents matt grading again in this episode to mm. say that this I is definitely it. the last time this ever happens
10: goodbye mr sherman if i ever play carnegie hall i'll give you a call
5: and if you ever want to visit my show.
10: Nah, we're not gonna be doing that. <laughs> you know, Jay, I hope you tell your New York friends that people in small towns aren't quite as dumb as they think.
1: Marge, look, this has spring snakes inside, but the suckers will think it's beer nuts. <laughs> mm, beer nuts.
10: So? <laughs> oh! Well, it was a lovely festival. The best movie won, and Mr. Burns found there are some awards that can't be bought.
7: And the Oscar
6: goes to. I've
10: got to win this one. I bribed everyone in Hollywood.
7: George C. Scott in Man Getting Hit by Football.
6: Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
10: ah,
4: my groin!
0: <laughs> that is great. That's Marisa Marsh, too. Uh, yeah, yeah Ruining
4: it's... a fine actor for generations. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I looked into
2: George C. Scott a little bit, but he was, you know, he just... He had that waning career of everybody in Hollywood, where he's just doing like TV movies and small. Yeah, he's yeah. also doing the thing where he died in movies a lot. Like yeah. in
3: Angus, he plays yeah, his, his grandpa Angus and right. dies in the middle mm-hmm. of it. Which, it's mm-hmm. it's
0: uh, far too long to play on this show, but everyone, look up the Paula Tompkins bit about spring snakes in peanut yep. brittle cans. <laughs> it peanut is brittle, amazing. Love he it. dissects the logic of that joke. <laughs> Can peanut brittle my favorite <laughs> treat, which is sold all the time in big aluminum cans.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, it's
0: so great! Please look it up. It's beautiful beautiful yeah. but
3: but george c scott is one of america's greatest
2: actors like oh, his, God. his ebenezer Strange, scrooge Alone. is great yes yeah. as uh Turgidson in... Turgidson <laughs> Buck yeah. Turgidson Buck most people might know him I feel like 12 Angry Men has showed a lot in schools and I think they've oh, chosen yeah. to show the remake where he mm-hmm. he's like the Jack Warden role mm-hmm. the angry yes. guy like, he's fucking guilty let's get out of here got tickets to the game he's the last guy to be in,
3: in changed yeah. his mind and but it
2: Dr. Had... Strangelove he, he got the Oscar for Patton I think he's the yeah. first person to refuse an Oscar he's like mm-hmm. everybody was great fuck off uh-huh. Fuck uh-huh. Fuck well, and I didn't
3: know he did a sequel film 16 years later about Patton's yeah. last year Years. Oh yes, like a made a, for yeah. TV movie.
2: Yeah,
3: no, oh. he was great, and he would be alive. He's the captain uh, on
2: the Titanic in 1996's Titanic, not 1997. Wrong oh. oh. um, yep. <laughs> show.
3: And yes, he would live. Just he would live till 1999. Wow. George C. Scott, mm-hmm. BS. He's. He's so fucking funny in Dr. Strangelove. He's so great.
2: Star of the movie, They Might Be Giants. Yes. That's of oh, wow. my favorite bands. I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, this episode, uh, we were talking, Henry and I, before the show. And we both thought going into this, this will probably be a subpar episode mm-hmm. because it has a kind of reputation. But, no, it's great. The plot is totally non-existent. But we pulled out, like, eight me- things really? that are everyday memes you see on Twitter yep. every day on this episode. Just
4: perfect lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just perfect, nice little, so many good jokes. Yeah, it's
0: it's... it's
2: I'm Just a, a yeah. little bit rough around the edges, but thoroughly enjoyable and has clearly stood the test of time as mm-hmm. something Simpsons fans love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: I think mentally you clip out the weak jokes mm-hmm. in here, like, yeah. like the Death Wish joke. Pukehannas. Puke-Hannas. There There is some lame stuff in here, but there's so many rando Things that you you don't you forget is related to Jay Sherman showing up. Almost, I think none of the things we remember is memified have anything to do with Jay no, Sherman. They were, they were
0: very careful. He gets no really good lines. Real. Now, yeah, he gets
3: that Rex Reed line. He gets to sing Oscar. He gets to sing, and then just he, he languidly brags about his Oscars. I think the closest thing to a good line is him saying Camus can do, but Sartre is smarter. Yeah, and it,
2: it's just a clever thing if you think about that huge showcase because. Five minutes later, he's in his own show and mm-hmm. audiences are a little more comfortable.
3: You're ready to watch him leave The Simpsons yeah. and then
2: travel to his own show. I'm not sure if we'll ever see something like that again. This. Oh, day and or...
3: the Spring Snakes joke. that was. Uh, <laughs> I just noticed in this viewing that it's clearly an animation mistake that Marge yeah. is blinking opposite... Whenever her eyes are supposed to be open, they should be closed and reverse
0: in the shot because... Her eyes are closed for a long time during yes. that joke.
3: So so clearly they messed up, but couldn't do a research for it. Yeah. It didn't really matter. The joke, it, I think it actually makes it funnier to see Marge react in no way to <laughs> Homer freaking out at Spring Snake, closing
0: her eyes in shame, like, you yes. know, please stop yeah. this, Homer. Uh,
3: a good episode with transcendent moments, but... Also, I'm not totally on Mac side, but is definitely made for commercial reasons. But I think they made the best out of yeah. that situation. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep exactly
0: so thank you so much for joining us on this extra long uh, Talking Simpsons episode thank you Diana for coming by and being on it Uh, as part of our Talking Critic crew we really appreciate it and as for me I've been your host Bob Mackey you can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo my other podcast is Retronauts it's a classic gaming podcast every Monday and occasionally we have a bonus episode on Friday that's at Retronauts.com or look for Retronauts in your podcast device I think you'll like it if you like me and if you don't like me start working on yourself that's all I have to say (laughs) Henry please tell everybody about our lovely Patreon and maybe a, a surprise announcement
3: yes uh well first off if you liked all this talk about the critic you should uh, listen to the talking critic show that we do with diana and also michael raparez mr diana goodman as i like to call him <laughs> uh but yeah where we go through every episode of the critic in the same manner that we did this so if this discussion of the critic on the simpsons really inspired you, you uh, to look at that more Go to sign up at patreon.com slash Talking Simpsons. $5 a month gets you access to that, as well as a ton of awesome things, including some interviews, and we'll be adding more interviews to that soon. Uh, we got some cool stuff up brewing, but we I'm so excited. won't announce it until it's official, but I will tell you what is official. <gasps> Wait. Mark your calendars. It's a big deal, everybody. Don't turn this off. Big, big deal. <laughs> Do not turn this off. January 28th, 2018 talking simpsons live we have our own live panel at sf Sketchfest here in san francisco in the bay area We are going to be doing a live podcast recording as part of the awesome San Francisco Sketch Festival. I love SF Sketch Fest. I've probably given them thousands of dollars in ticket money. If anything,
0: they owe us. Yes,
3: exactly. You better
2: be dead
0: or in
3: jail. So, yeah, we're going to be in the third week of it, the last weekend, uh, January 28th. We will be at the Piano Fight Bar doing a live recording of it so if you live in the Bay Area if you can come and see it we will be doing really need the oh, seats just a couple yeah.
2: things it can't, yeah. can't just be our girlfriend
3: I believe it is I believe it is free mm-hmm. uh, the admission is free though there might be a two we get a memor- cut memor- uh, well, 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 I'm happy for just the exposure
2: right? it's a cool bar with <laughs> yes. great food um, it's an awesome venue
3: and again I just love SF Sketch Fest mm-hmm. and, and so awesome to be part your of your honor that's very very honored so Mark your calendars. We'll have more details on exactly what we're going to be doing out of there, but it is a live podcast recording. January twenty eighth, twenty eighteen.
2: Next year, I don't. I'm not plugging anything after <laughs> that. <laughs> well, Diana, come on. <laughs> uh,
4: well, if you like me uh, in with all my stupid movie stuff, uh, then uh, you probably like me on Twitter at listenate nerd. Or you can hear me every week on thirty twenty ten, where we look back uh, thirty years ago, twenty years ago, and ten years ago at that exact week. Uh, we're finishing up 1987, 1997, ninety seven, two thousand seven. Um, we've got uh, the first billion-dollar movie of all time coming. Up. Oh
2: God! Yay.
3: Oh wow! Yeah. We all have to watch My that. heart
2: will go on. We mm-hmm.
4: got to It's gonna be fun. So yeah, thirty, twenty, ten. The words dot net.
2: And you may have heard a highlight clip on one of these shows, but Diana. I, I don't think we've ever made Diana laugh as hard as we did in our Worst Critics Ever episode I in the thought, one star oh, Amazon yeah. review of Citizen Kane I Susan
4: thought I was going to <laughs> die
2: she, she said, you said you almost had to leave the room I <laughs> was about to
4: just like go time out Pass like, out. like I'm, I'm done whatever whoever
2: that guy I is can't. he's my favorite writer of the year I've that never wasn't...
4: heard Citizen <laughs> Cain compared to the movie he compares it to <laughs> listen to the episode to find out
2: it was so whack and boring and the dudes all wore the same suits and looked the same um, but <laughs> there, that's guess, on the episode
4: I guess the la- the lighting was okay
2: the worst critics where I tried to find the worst <laughs> critical reaction to some of the most well regarded things of all time and uh, if you like cartoons we are going to have a shitload of awesome stuff coming up on laser time including Ooh. something I believe I teased a long time ago that both Bob and Hank are involved in oh, yeah. as well yeah. as some additional stuff but you know it, it, it'll be be around for the holidays so check it and out I hope
3: we made no comments about stars who have since been exposed as uh, uh, talked a
0: lot of shit about Tex Avery <laughs> <laughs> States about my, my love of Harvey Weinstein that could possibly not bite me in the ass uh, thank you for listening folks we'll see you next week with Lisa's wedding a trip to the far of year of 2010 we'll see you then
1: Infotainment.